Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. Welcome this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you're having a great week, and I appreciate y'all being here, man. I really do, because I have one of my favorite episodes I've ever done for y'all this week with a guest who is just amazing producer. Been a fan of his music for a really long time. He's been killing it. Very, very multi-talented producer, musician, somebody who really brings his own flavor into his music and to his life and branding, and somebody that... I didn't know a lot about. I, you know, this was our first time meeting face to face. Had an amazing conversation. Got really deep. Got real serious. Obviously, I had jokes, dude. You can't have this show without those. But he's a guy who y'all are gonna love after this episode. If you don't already love him, and I'm just gonna let it get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mister So Down. Pretty irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but they're wild, dude. You know, you see a bunch of titties and shit, you know, around all the biker, you know, all the biker ladies like showing their titties, dude. <laughs> do they? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Damn. I mean, you ride bikes. How do you not know, man? I don't know, dude. I'm not a I'm not a biker gang individual. Got you. Got I just you. got it too. Oh wow. Yeah. How so long maybe you, there's more titties. You're your first problem. one? <laughs> that's always nice, you know. <laughs> well, I have a dirt bike. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I just got this one. Like Three, four months ago? Yeah. Yeah, I love how you have the helmet on the table, too, man. Just makes it, you know, just brings... <laughs> Should I put it on no, the floor? Dude, no, dude, abs- no, right. leave it right there. It's, it's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. As soon as you I saw it... You can tell a lot about a man by what's in his pockets. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> nice wallet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, like that, I said, I, I liked you. What the fuck? What is that? Does it hold it's your phone? It's an air tag, bro. Oh, shit. So you try to steal my wallet, I know where you are, bro. Listen, dude, you ain't got to worry about me trying to steal nothing from you. Maybe your heart, you know what I mean? Facts. Maybe still a laugh or two, you that's, know, but that's, that's about fine. it. That's fine. Yeah. That's welcome. Yeah. But, dude, thank you. Thank you for being here today, brother. Yeah, man. Appreciate thank you for having you. me. I'm you. super stoked. Yeah, dude. I um, Yeah, I'm happy. You're actually the first guy to ever invite me to go have a coffee. Oh, really? Yeah, like, and no one in a gay way, but, like, you know, like, I, you're like, yeah, maybe we're getting coffee. Talk about it. I'm like... Oh, yeah. maybe a beer? Yeah. <laughs> You're not yeah. drink or anything? Not much. Gotcha. No, I'm a glutard also, so beer's pretty tough. Glutard? What does that mean? That means I'm allergic to gluten. Oh, damn. Yeah. I love that South Park episode where the gluten uh, makes your dick fly off. You seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. We got Jeremy back there today. What's up, Jeremy? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I want to go ahead and plug Jeremy real quick. So, actually, you go ahead and tell him, Jeremy. So, uh, I actually got reached out today from uh, the promoter at the Black Box, and he is booking me for the DJ battle, which the winner gets a full residency spot at the Black Box to play whenever. So, yeah, be my first uh, first gig in Denver. Um, been been a long time coming. I've been planning and kind of scheming this for two years now. So things are finally in place, balls rolling, and so. Um, What's the date on that? It's going to be July 26th. It's a Tuesday. Okay. So I think the time is going to be doors are at like 8 or 9, something like that, and then going from there. I, I, I haven't kept up with the DJ battle there, so I think it's probably about six different DJs who play. Um, the winners are based off crowd response, uh, track selection, and mixability. So. so everybody listening to this, 
Let's support Jeremy. Everybody in the YouTube comments been asking about him, so wanted to, wanted to go ahead and plug him early on. You know, let's what I mean? go. He, he, got, that, he got the let's call today. Y'all. First step, yeah. brother. First, first step. step. You know, balls Yo, the, rolling, everything's playing. So those are some of the first shows I ever played. I I think it's probably very similar. At least is it still called E Tuesdays? Oh, uh, Electronic Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, so. dude. So yeah, those were some of the first shows I ever played. over at the Black Box as well. No, or I was at Cervantes. Cervantes, Black Black yeah. So I actually thing. went there yeah. for the first time. That's a tight, yeah. tight ass venue. Super sick place. Yeah, yeah I ain't, I ain't even been to the Black Box yet. I've really? heard it's fucking kick ass. Yeah, it's did dope. you see the video of uh, Alex Perez playing there the other week? I didn't see it, dude. It was like the most insanely lit crowd. Like he posted it, like he was just recording on his phone and just everyone going absolutely ape shit. Like, really? It, yeah, dude. It was, I got chills watching it, man. Sick. It was, was wild. Yeah. You ever done a DJ battle, dude? Yeah. 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 How'd it go? Did you win? What, I how? won, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I played Wakarusa back in, like, I want to say, damn, probably, like, 2017. Dude, Walker was my first festival I ever went to in 2014. Remember. Yeah, I yeah. won a, a Wakarusa one, a Sonic Bloom one, and uh, maybe a summer camp one. And those were, like, my first festivals, festivals where... DJ battles. That's kick ass, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I did a battle in Jackson, Mississippi. It's a battle of DJs, and it was just a, a money prize. But I went and bought my Ableton push with it, and you know all the music that I've made after that. You know what I'm saying? So, Let's go. You know, DJ yeah. battling. You know. Yeah, it was like you get to play Wakarusa. Like there's no pay, and it's at like 12 p.m. And oh wow, 12 p.m. That's a good time slot though. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh wait, no, it's not. That's noon. I'm thinking That's 12. Noon, I, okay, bro. my bad. My bad. <laughs> Yeah. Damn, and you had to drive all the way from yeah. where you living in Colorado this whole time? Yeah. All the way to Arkansas. Yeah. Damn. That's a long that's a trek, bro. Yeah, dude. That I had a bunch of those kinds of adventures back in the day. How did that go? How was your crowd for them? It was great. Yeah. It was awesome. Except I was playing with a guitarist at the time. Nice. And he got a kidney stone, or he passed a kidney stone like right before the set. Which is like passing a kidney stone is apparently super fucking painful. Yeah, you just feel like you got chlamydia. Um so, yeah. He <laughs> hopped up and played, though. He hung in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. Yeah, Walk is a fucking awesome festival, dude. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love, miss it. It's not around anymore, right? No, nah, it ain't, yeah. man. I, I don't know for a fact, but I, I think they had gotten kicked off of the mountain for... I didn't, this this is, might just be all, you know, wise tale, but I don't know for a fact. But apparently, like, some littering or something like that. Yeah. You know, into, like, the into the river and the creek. I could see that. Also, um... Didn't somebody die in a helicopter accident there? That was at that venue, but that wasn't that wasn't Wakarusa. Yeah, that was backwoods. Backwoods, that's backwards, what it was. Yeah. yeah, it was backwoods. I think I it was on the final day too. Happened like mid. Um, happened that probably one or two, and then they shut the whole festival down after that. It was cut. Yeah, Brock was telling me about it because Brock was about to go on stage. She was about to play, and then they they canceled the rest of the festival that day. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Let's just start it like, you know, just sadness. Let's just, <laughs> just start this. Oh, bro, my this heart hurts about that. It's like, yeah, let's go on a helicopter ride. It's going to be sick. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. This is awesome. Look at that over there. What is it? Oh, what the fuck? I know, and dude. Just, oh, man, catastrophe. Kobe. I mean, so like, uh, Kobe. Did, have you played EDC before? No. Are you going to take the helicopter in whenever you play it? Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking yeah, do it. dude. Yeah. Absolutely, I'm yeah. gonna do that. Gangster as shit. Yeah, so yeah. sick. Bring your folks or anything. What you who you bringing in that bitch? All the fam, dude. Yeah, all the fam for sure. <laughs> Just yeah, stack out a helicopter. I don't know if my parents would make it to uh, to EDC. That'd be a lot for them. Be a lot. Yes, it would be a lot. Yeah, dude. Um, man, I 
I got to see you for the first time play at um, Revive. Remember that? It was uh, during quarantine at the damn uh, Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. That was my first time seeing uh-huh. you. I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't know much about you, dude. You're up there just jamming. I love how you bring instruments into it, dude. Yeah. How long have you been a musician for? I don't know. It depends on what you classify a musician. But I've played instruments for most of my life, and then I started taking it seriously when I was, like, 20. I'm 32 now, so, like, 12 years. Um, but, like, I didn't know anything about production. Like, I was all, all just by ear, like, playing guitar, like, playing Jack Johnson and Sublime and shit like that. Uh, and I had played drums too. I played cello. I played, I guess everybody plays recorder, but yeah, you said you started instruments when you were 20. That's what you just said. Uh, I started producing when I was 20. Producing. Yeah. yeah I was playing instruments before then, but like, I didn't know any theory. Um, and I don't I didn't know shit about production or like fucking piano roll. I like, I didn't even know what, what metal C was. <laughs> wow. So did production teach you theory after yeah. you've been playing instruments for so yeah. long? That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. But now, like, what all instruments do you play now? Mostly saxophone. Like, I dabble in piano and guitar and stuff, but I wouldn't say I'm, like, a guitar player or a pianist. Hell, yeah. When did yeah. you, you start with the sax? I was, like, 22. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Started late, dude, but Started still rock and roll. For sure, yeah. <laughs> what, what's, uh, like, how do, you, how do you balance that? Like, you know, because music production, like, I grew up playing instruments. I'm a drummer by trade, I guess it would say. I've been a drummer since I was nine. Yeah. But, like, once I started getting heavy on music production, like, my instruments kind of took a back seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't balance that out as, mm-hmm. as well as a musician should. You know what I mean? It's all yeah. music production. How'd you oh, balance yeah. that? Like, what, how do you? You just got to set aside time. Yeah. Just practice and play. I used to have this 20-20-20 rule yeah. where it's like I had 20 minutes on drums, 20 minutes guitar, 20 minutes piano. I used to do that there every day go. before I even touched Ableton. Nice. And I, I stopped doing, doing it? No, nah. I stopped doing that like probably like three years ago. I don't know why. Damn. But I've been playing more instruments a you lot. You play more drums lately. in your music? Um, No. So I used to you do like. record some fills and shit. I've dude. done that. I've done some of that. And I used yeah. to do like live drumming in my sets. Oh, yeah? I had like, I brought out, you know, the Alexis MIDI pads and stuff like that. And I take the drums Sick. completely out. But it's like a pain in the ass. And people didn't really give a fuck, right? Really? So, yeah. It's like, so it's different. When I say, like, you with a saxophone, you're still able to kind of connect with the people, right? I would say so. Absolutely. You could yeah. probably walk anywhere on stage and yeah. jam out. Yeah. So with a drum pad, I'm not doing an Ableton set. I'm just on CDJs. Yeah. And so I'd have to do it really quick. And if I missed like a, if I missed anything, it's fucked. Yeah. But I'm, they're not fast mixes, and I'm just sitting there drumming, not really connecting with the crowd. Like, True. There's some people in the crowd who are like, oh, that's cool. But like, yeah. am I getting the same feedback as if I would from just being a little well, bit more interactive? You gotta highlight it, bro. You gotta highlight it, right? Mm-hmm. So it turns into like an accent instead of the backbone. So you like. You do like a drum solo or something. You know what I mean? Mm, so it's a little like, different this on pads. Is what I'm doing. Yeah, a little different on pads. If I had an actual kit, that'd be kick ass. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You so kick ass. But then you know, I realized, I don't, hey, wait, I don't have to travel with this shit no more. Right. You know, I'm able to interact and do a lot more without having that. You know, DJ and I'm able to kind of look at people and fuck with them. You know, talk yeah, shit, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So a little different. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Like, it's. How do you, like, make your sets, and are you able to still, like, go out there and still, you know, like, with the, I'd imagine with it, you're able to just go anywhere on stage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. saxophone is such a sexy instrument. Yeah. I think it's the sexiest instrument. I would have to, I would have to agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, like, flamenco guitar or some shit. 
Yeah, dude. You might. I mean, if you bust out a harmonica or a banjo, I think true. They got some nice twang to it. True. Them. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to. Yeah, play. but my live set is like. Sorry, were you gonna say something? Nope. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my live set essentially it's like four CDJs, but in Ableton. Uh, so I got four channels, two main channels and two sample channels, and then saxophone goes straight to front of house through a wireless receiver. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds. And easy I normally enough. have. Uh, well. Depends. Sometimes I have ears and like a, a whole rack situation and um, an iPad that I mix the ears on stage. So there's crowd mics and then sax, vocal, sax, vocal, and uh, sax, vocal, tracks. Got you. Yeah, and crowd mics that point at the crowd so I can hear the crowd. Oh, that's fucking have cool. Have you used ears? Oh, yeah, and ears for, you know, my drumming and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's the only time. But not yeah. with all those different mics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah the you, crowd. You got to do it, dude, because otherwise you feel super isolated. Yeah. Like you can't hear crowd noise or anything. All you hear is the music. And that's a like, good point. Feel alone. Yeah. <laughs> you get lonely, dude. <laughs> Thousands of people out there, you're like, fuck, man, I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That sounds like a lot of fucking, uh, a lot of things, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit more complicated than I would like it to be. And it's touring with a lot more gear than I would like. I would love to just be able to go bank. Oh, it's nice, dude. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll tell you right now. All dude. this gear breaking my back and shit. Yeah, dude. My fucking hands hurt so much from carrying all these flash drives. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That must be tough. <laughs> the weight of the world. Yeah, you dude. know. <laughs> nah, dude. I'll tell you straight up. It's nice. Like once I started not having to bring my pads, I'm like, oh wow, this yeah. is so much better, dude. Should I drop the sax? No, no, nah, no, no. no. What you do is dope. I would. Sax I is dope. I'm saying the MIDI drums ain't as cool. Yeah, is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is what I'm really trying no, to say. No, I know. Ain't it? You're like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so like do you so do you travel all that shit or do you have it like advanced or what's that like i travel with all of it damn yeah yeah you got to check that stuff in mm-hmm. and sometimes i play play with two computers and two controllers so that's even more shit but no i carry all, all of it on yeah except for if i'm doing the in-ears situation that's a whole that's a whole nother thing i don't fly with that it's a well, bitch i said so you just like advance it or whatever Nah, I just play with monitors. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. That's fun, man. So, yeah. How how often are you practicing, man? Like, you know, with your saxophone? Like, since you like to oh, set man, your like main every, instrument. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day I can, you know, travel days and shit are tough, but. What got you into it? Man, I just love the sound. I love the sound. Yeah. Yeah. You like jazz? Like, are you a big jazz guy? Like, do you listen to a lot of saxophone music, or is it just like the instrument itself? I like playing it more, honestly. Um, but I, of course, I do love saxophone music. Uh, but yeah, like reggae, soul, funk, uh, hip hop, R and B, all that kind of stuff. And your music already kind of has a little bit of all that in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's f- super funky. He, was, I was showing Jer- Jeremy. I was showing Jeremy uh, your music before he came over here. He's like, "Well, this is great. It's like." What do you say? It's like pop, R&B, and funk all mixed. I'm like, yeah, that's right. called super bass. <laughs> Let's go. No, super bass, dude. No, future bass, my bass. bad. Not future bass. <laughs> super. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to coin that term, dude. That's mine now, super Did bass. Did Nicki Minaj, or no, that's that. Uh, I don't know what song it is, but she she has something to do with bass. All about that. No, uh, super. that is super bass. That's all super, super bass. Damn yeah. it. But nah, dude. That was going to be mine, dude. Fucker. Just take it. <laughs> yeah, are we allowed to do that now? Yeah. Okay. What's she going to do? <laughs> Sue me. 
no. <laughs> I don't think you can coin a genre for naming your song that, yeah, right? Probably not. You know what I mean? Probably not. That'd yeah. be a bitch. That would be a bitch. But yeah, you kind of you kind of take all those influences and put them into your style. Like, have you always been attracted to that style of music? Has that always been your vibe? Man, I've been into every kind of music. I feel like like, and and my music is kind of just a reflection of that. Like, there's reggae tunes. There's like dark, aggressive tunes. Like you know, pull the trigger and tension. And then there's like, you know, heartfelt tunes like with you or alive or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What got it? What? So being a musician, what got you into like the, you know, the electronic side, like, you know, bass music side. Of Pretty it? lights. Pretty lights initially. Yeah. And then Rusco and Zed's dead and bass nectar and, you know, all those kind of old school cats. Um, I just fell in love, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was, happened, I was in man. business school and I, my buddy was like, yo, you got to come to the show. I was like, I don't really like techno. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like techno. He's like, no, trust me. You got to come to the show. So we went to pretty lights at red rocks in 2010 and, uh, it was game over. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how it does that, dude? Man, it's, it's, so cra- it's so powerful, man. Like, feeling everybody on the same vibe and, like, you're surrounded by friends. It's the most beautiful thing. Yeah. And yeah. just the music is fun. It's so fun. And man. you can take it so many different yeah. ways. You know what yeah. I mean? I've heard, like, bluegrass dubstep. Like, you yeah. know, like, where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this True. is insane. You know, like, there's no, there's no, like, barrier of what you can yeah. do with it and take it. It's fucking, it's just, you know, the possibilities are endless with it, which is a lot of yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I love that. So so you go from that, you know, go to this show yep. instantly where you're like, all right, this is what I'm fucking doing. Like, were you playing it was bands? like It was like a few months later. Gotcha. Yeah. It was like a few months later, and I was uh, beatboxing on a porch at like 4 or 5 a.m. with a bunch of homies, and I was like, yo, I got some great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could do this shit. <laughs> and then... I fucking dropped out of business school and moved back in with my parents shortly after. And <laughs> your parents like your went to music suck. school. <laughs> no, they were supportive. They were like, "This is what you want to do?" Yeah. I was like, "Yeah." They were like, "All right, let's go." I, I love that. I, yeah, I'm just imagining. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, dude. I, I really mean, am. I wouldn't be doing what I do if I wouldn't if I didn't have supportive parents too. Man, it's yeah. it's such a game changer. Yeah, it really means a lot. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking about you, like with your buddies. Y'all probably fucked up. You're just like, dude, I got ideas. Yeah, facts. Exactly <laughs> like that. Good. My ideas are good. <laughs> so to anyone out there, if you think you got good ideas, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so you leave. I was going to ask about business school. Like, what were you trying to do? I wanted to be a, I wanted to to, to own a green construction company. So, like, build sustainable housing, basically. That's something you're still passionate about, like you know. The- I'm passionate about sustainability for sure. Yeah, and housing to some extent, but less so. Why's that? What do you mean housing? Like, you think we need like a like a little box? No, like real estate. Like real estate is is. I think it's cool. It's fun, and it's a smart investment. But I'm not like, oh man, this is my life's purpose. Yeah. My life's meaning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and getting into it right now is fucking <laughs> good luck. You know, bro. Yeah. It's crazy out here. Yeah, yeah. Do you have? Yeah. Do you own a house out here? Or you rent? Yeah, you do. That's cool, dude. Yeah, I bought a house right before quarantine. It was the time to do it. 
Yeah, the uh, I turned the front half into an Airbnb, and then I built a studio in the back half. So it's like I have like my own little world, but I also have an income producing property. That's what's up. Yeah, that's fun, dude. So yeah, leaving business school. What music school did you go to? Uh, I went to a program called Dubspot, and then I also studied guitar and piano at uh, Front Range, and then I went to uh, CU Denver. Got you. Yeah, I love how you semester, and then my professor was like, "Yo, Aaron, what do you want to do?" I'm like, I want to make music. I want to be a producer. I want to play shows, and you know all that. She's like, "You need to drop out." I was like, "What?" <laughs> she said, "You need to drop out." I was like. Oh, all right. And I thought about it a bunch and nobody cares if you have a degree, you know? And so I did. Damn. <laughs> it was the music professor or the yeah. business professor told you, nah, the music why professor. the fuck would that professor tell you to do that? I don't know. I was in the recording arts program, learning mixing and mastering and recording and all that shit. And I don't know. She went through the same program. And then, I, I don't know, maybe she was jaded about the program or something. But I'm glad she told me to drop out because then I just, like, full grind. Like, I was probably in my studio for seven years straight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I dropped everything. Like, my social life, like, I was working a job, but, like, just restaurant stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was just, like, 100% music all day. Yeah, that's what you got to yeah. be, bro. You I know, be. it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that though. Like I was gonna ugh, fucking hate that, that your teacher did that, dude. Oh, I love it. You ever go I mean, I'm sure you love it, but like I would be like, why? Like I would just want to know why they said that to you. Let me see if I can remember. <laughs> Were you like a bad student? I think, nah, nah. I think it was like cause it, it wouldn't do anything for me. Like it wouldn't benefit my my career as an artist. Oh, was it like accredited school? Yeah, I mean, it was CU Denver. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was thinking Dubspot for a second, but yeah. Okay. Nah, Dubspot caught, got caught up in some kind of scandal, I'm pretty Ooh, sure. What happened? I yeah. didn't hear about this. I think they took a bunch of people's money and then, like, ran. Yeah. Damn. And then there was another music school that I worked for, actually. I was a teacher, and uh, I wrote the curriculum for, for the electronic program. And the fuck, the guy who owned it was just a fucking asshole. And, like... I don't know. We got into it one day, and I told him to fuck off, and he told me to leave, and I said, okay. I was in the middle of a class. <laughs> Dude, was this happening in front of the students and shit? Were y'all just getting into no, it? No, no. He was like, let me talk to you. I was like, all right, for sure. And then he just, like, he's just being hella rude and, like, his way or the highway. And, like, I wrote the fucking curriculum, and I'm like, bro, like, I know how to teach these these students, man. Like, let me do my thing. And, uh Yeah. I told him to fuck off. Damn. Did you take your <laughs> curriculum with you? I did. Good. Yeah. Good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I think he did the same thing afterwards though. I talked to some homies and uh he like he took people's money and then like closed down the school and just vanished. It's fucked up. Shady motherfuckers, dude. I know, man. In the, in the, it's in the education system yeah, too. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Now, I I love so like I always talk about this with school uh with music, right? Like you said, no one gives a fuck if you have a degree. Like, yeah. what's that going to do for you? And, True. you know, I'm trying to get booked on this show. Let me see your, your you know, your degree. No, they want to hear what you got. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They want to know that you could sell the ticket, that you can play the mm -hmm. show. 
So that you have a good stage presence and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, I've talked. So I taught a lot of students over a quarantine. Did like you know, oh sick online school. You nice. know, stay afloat when I'm not touring and shit. Yeah. And uh, I had a, b- a couple of students. Jeremy be one of them. Who was you know like I'm gonna go to school. I'm like no 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 stop. No, 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 no. We're <laughs> doing one on one lessons. These are the best. Yeah. These yeah, are the best yeah. things you could do. Facts. You know. Fuck's going to school. You're having to do these other things. So whenever you're at mm-hmm. CU, did you have to like go take like history and shit like that, or were you just doing music stuff? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. See, that's bullshit, right? No, I mean, I, f- I found it interesting. Okay, but word. I'm just I mean, negative it wasn't, Nancy. It wasn't really going towards my goal, but I did find it interesting. Almost like in high school, I was a terrible student. I was selling weed and fucking off and trying to be a cool kid. Then in college, I was like, all right, Aaron, get your shit together. And I got straight A's, so. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> and then I dropped out. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. Did you put yourself in debt doing all that? Nah. Good. I didn't. Good, good. Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. But yeah, dude, I always think like, you know, I'll tell other people like, you know, you said you're in the out the studio for like seven years, just constantly, no social life. Like, I feel yeah. like you kind of have to do that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you're you serious about it. Like mm-hmm. production takes a lot of fucking time. Like takes yeah. more, way more time than any other instrument I've ever learned. Like, and you can mm-hmm. do it all day and not get fatigued. Maybe like, maybe like mentally, but like not yeah. physically, but like, yeah, yeah you got to make sacrifices. You got to be in there all day. And if you're going to a yeah. school paying all this money, I'm in history class. Like I don't want to, you know, history is important. But I don't give a fuck. You know what really? I mean? Yeah. I know, no, no. Me I personally, history is my favorite. Oh, it is. History is my nice. favorite subject of the school. I just I, I watched this uh, program on Netflix called uh, World War Two in Color. I, I think I watched it on some. Uh, Bro. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, what the fuck? World War Two was like the craziest time ever. Like people like to complain about the way things are today, and like if you look at all of history ever before it's all worse yeah <laughs> it's all fucking worse <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just it's it's crazy but to think about what we did to people not just us but like not not just americans but humanity did to each other yeah it's Savages. so crazy man like we were area bombing cities i think we area bombed something like 65 cities in japan and area bombing is where you bomb the whole motherfucking city not just the the arms depot or not just the transportation, you know, whatever, or the, or the factories. Or, we bombed everything, mm-hmm. which is just, like, so crazy to think about. Yeah, it's wild. Can you imagine that today? Yeah. Like, if they just <laughs> bombed all of Denver. Oh, bro, I'm, like, in the worst spot now if some shit happens, you know what I mean? Nah, it's better than New York or L.A. I, I feel like if they're going to hit anywhere, it'd probably be, like, New York. It'd probably be New York. Yeah. 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 But no, that's just what I mean. We're, we're, World War II is my favorite war, you know, if you have one. But, uh, you know, it's a weird thing to say. It's super, it's super interesting. Super interesting. Yeah. 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 Like Holocaust camps. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It was so fucking brutal. Yeah. It was so fucking brutal and heartless. And, like, man, I was watching that shit just like, how could a human do this to another human? Like, you got to be fucking twisted. Yeah. Like, so twisted. But then again, human nature, you look at history, and it's not exactly pretty, so... No. I don't know. I mean, they didn't have Twitter back then. That shit wouldn't fly today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're a Nazi, you're getting canceled like that. Like that, dude. (laughs) Nazis get canceled. You're getting deplatformed. I wish, dude. Your music career is over. I was listening to... I was, like, on Spotify radio, and some super racist-ass rap tune came on. And I was like, how is this allowed? 
I was like, he was like talking about the KKK and how he's a clan member and shit. Damn, what station like, you on, dude? Bro, it was like underground hip hop. I guess it kind of would be underground. He had like a million something monthly listeners. I was like, fuck that. Like, I tried to figure out how to report it. I was like, this is fucking, this should not be allowed. It's fucked up. Well, yeah, it's a fine line, right? It's fucked up, but also at the same time. I also think that anybody, if they want to be who they are, regardless what it is, they have that right, right? They have that right, which is like, I, you know, I that, don't know. I don't necessarily I don't know. agree Do with it. I don't know. Think about it like freedom of speech. Like what? Freedom of speech for sure. But like if you're talking about, he was talking about killing immigrants. Yeah. And I, I'm agreeing with you saying it's fucked up, yeah. right? I'm also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on saying anti mm-hmm. this guy, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, if he wants to say that shit, I feel like that's his right, whether it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like everyone has that right, and that might be fucked. I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think that's fucked up to think. I, I like to think that should everybody you, should you be able to advertise it and promote it and and get Ooh. it placed on Spotify Radio. See that that, that right there, it. like Spotify fed me that shit. Yeah, that's fucked and up. I am not involved in any of those circles. Yeah, it it fed it to me because I listen to hip hop. Yeah, so like. In a way, Spotify is promoting that. That's wild. Like Spotify promotes all of our music. Yeah. But. So that's crazy because they won't even put Wheeler Walker Jr. on a fucking playlist, but they'll put this guy on there. Yeah. Wheeler I mean, Walker I Jr. It was Spotify radio, so. So it's a, like that's an editorial one, right? Uh, I guess it's probably algorithmic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but know. I don't know. That, that shit out. should be flagged or something like Fucking more than parental advisory warning. Right. No, I agree. I mean, like, R. Kelly's music's still up, right? But they're not putting it in playlist anymore. Are they not? No. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, they're not putting it in playlist. Like, if you listen to yeah. R. Kelly, you got to go to R. Kelly. Oh, okay. So, like, every now and then. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, no, I mean, that's, yeah, that's fucking, that's weird. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's fuck. It's crazy that it had, like, a million views, too, dude. Nah, a million monthly listeners, uh, oh, bro. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I? It, like, took me a second to figure it out, right? Because I'm, like, listening to it, like, bopping my head and shit. It's, like, a cool hip-hop beat. And all of a sudden, I'm like, did he just say clan? Wait, what? What the fuck? And then I, like, listened to it for, for like, a minute longer. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is so fucking racist. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. think about it, dude. If you're a racist guy or you're in the clan, that's your Zed's dead. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, your favorite guy. So I feel like if you're a racist, that's, like, that's just your guy. You know what I mean? That's probably why he has the million listeners. It's probably, like, yeah. I ain't even racist, and I ain't got a million viewers and listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong, dude. Yeah, Fuck. same here. <laughs> Doing it all wrong over here. Nah, we're doing it right. Yeah, I know. I'm, make, I'm making right. a joke, dude. You know, know. <laughs> bringing light to it, dude. Yeah. No, but dude, all right, back to the, you know, we're on a weird tangent here, but back to the World War II thing, dude. Yeah. I, whenever you play in New Orleans, you should go to the World War II Museum. I would love to. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like it's like the number one attraction in New Orleans. Really? Was, yeah, I mean, they say that, Sick. but, you know, everyone goes there to just party and shit. But, yeah, yeah the World War II Facts. Museum is awesome. Like, they got all the artifacts and all the clothing, and they have, like, all these, like, 4D, like, videos to show you, and the, the museum's giant. You get to go look at the... 4D? Yeah, like, you know, there's, like, 3D, right? And it's, like, 4Ds to where, like, you feel, like, the air, like, some water will splash oh, really? on Yeah, dude. So, like, shit like that. And, uh... They have, like, all the airplanes, like, in the museum, too, and all the vehicles, all oh, the guns. Sick. It's badass. That's crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I definitely recommend that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 
I, w- I played in Hawaii on New Year's, and I wanted to go up, go to Pearl Harbor, but I didn't make it happen. Got you. Yeah. And you'd fuck with New Orleans. Have though. you played New Orleans before? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you. that'd be your vibe. I mean, it's a whole lot of... Yeah. There's saxophones everywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You just hear I that. love New Orleans. Yeah, it's a fun place. I love place. New Orleans, yeah. Super fun place, it's dude. sick. But, uh, yeah, dude, like, with you being the saxophone guy, dude, like, do you ever, like, chat with Grizz about, like, techniques or, like, Big Gigantic go jam out with those? I know, I mean, both Big of those G, people... Big G, for sure. They both live here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Grant and I haven't linked up, but I would love to at some point. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I'm trying to get Big G on the podcast. Nice. So if you want to help yeah. a brother out. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Dom is a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, I fucking dude. I've, yeah, I love super. Just an amazing fucking musician yeah. and artist and human being. Yeah, yeah. That's his brother on the drums, ain't it? No, no. Mm-mm. What am I? Who am I thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. At least drummer's badass though, dude. <laughs> it's sick. Yeah. Anything Jeremy. that has like yeah. a live instrument is just instantly yeah. more involved. You know, not yeah. MIDI pads, but like the real motherfucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should pick up like a kazoo. Dude, I I actually did some harmonica on a song. Did you? Oh yeah. So like Let's you know, go. I think whenever I play it live, I'll just bust out the harmonica. Fuck yeah, cool. dude. Yeah. Go sit on the front of the stage, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoke a cigarette at the same time. <laughs> oh damn. Just part of the vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. fun, man. So how like so how long have you been doing so down for? So down has been around. I think the first show is in 2015. So hot I want to say, yeah. Hot minute. Mm-hmm. When did it start picking up for you? Like 20, I want to say like 2017, 2018. I started touring in probably 2018. And then, yeah, started playing outside of Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. Did you ever have like, do you ever have anybody kind of put you on? I had uh, Buku and G-Rex on. The show, and we were kind of like talking. About, we had a fan call in, and it got us on this tangent. It was just like, you know, whenever you can bring someone on, bring them on. And then I had a realization. I was like, oh, wait, that was someone for all of us. Like, we had somebody mm-hmm. that was like that first person to kind of like throw us on some shows or some events. So, do you ever, do you ever have anybody like that? Yeah. You mean like artists or yeah. like, yeah. Um, man, not really, honestly. Like, I've been on a few tours, a few support tours and stuff. Um, my first show I think I ever played was with Bass Physics, so I guess he put me on. Gotcha. Um, but not a huge amount, honestly. I've kind of been, like, forging my own path. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Were you doing the sax back then? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that gets you noticed, man. Like, What first- was your come up like? Um... Actually, so I had Jansen on the show, and I had talked about it a little bit. So uh, Jansen okay. was, like, the first artist to reach out to me. I mean, like, uh, you know, he's playing a show in New Orleans, and he had found me online. He was like, oh, yeah, I want you to come play direct for me. Sick. And I was like, sick. And then uh, he was throwing a show at Cervantes, and he's like, I want you to come play this show. And I was like, that was the first time anybody, you know, yeah. someone that was torn reached out and was like, I want to throw you on some events and do some shit like that. So yeah. he was he was the first guy for me for sure. Nice. Yeah. Sick. When yeah. was that? Uh, 2017, 2018. Yeah. You know, like when did you start making music? Oh, 20. I've been a musician since I was nine. When did you start producing? 2014 or 15. Nice. Yeah. So Sick. got into it. Like, but I did what you did, bro. I fucking gave up social life. Yeah. Just yeah. cranked out every day. Like, not like masturbating, but like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, like, you know, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the fucking, uh, just sat in the studio for like 12 hours a day, dude. Just, yeah. you know, to, 
just get better. And, you know, I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, I got the next month and a half off. So, you know, like whenever I called you yesterday, like I was just in the grind, just jamming, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you constantly like writing like your style of music or are you just writing tunes? Cause like something I've been doing a lot is like, if I'm not feeling bass music, like yesterday I was writing R and B. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it you was told just, me that. And it was like, I never wrote R&B. It was yeah. fucking hard. Or like, I have a side project, pop punk project with my roommate, uh, Comus. Oh, sick. We haven't released it yet, but we got like a lot of music we're sitting on. Nice. It's fucking fun, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, super So fun. like, if I'm not feeling like the bass music shit, taboo mm. stuff, I'm like, fuck it. Let me grab a guitar and write yeah. like a fucking, you know, a riff. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's kind of culminated in the Sodown project for me. Like, I get inspired by something or, or I like a sound. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try something like that. You know, and I, and I write a tune like that. I'm like, oh, this is fucking sick. What am I going to do with it? And most of the time I put it out, honestly, because, you know, it's an expression of who I am. And at the end of the day, that's what Sodown is to me. Yeah, so. I feel that, dude. I did a comedy record and I was like, uh, you know, like, my team was like, should we put this out as taboo? Like, it was there was that whole oh, thing. Really? That was that whole thing, man. I was yeah. even, I even thought it for a second. I was like, is this taboo? And I'm like, what? This is fucking me, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it out. Yeah, it's like not electronic think, at all. I think there's two there's two kinds of artists. There's kinds of artists that, or I said I should say projects, like super designated niche projects and projects that are an expression of. You know the entirety of the human, not just one one part. That makes sense. Yeah, like if G yeah. Jones came out with like a metal song tomorrow, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if he had put out some metal shit before, like you gotta like condition your fans. I heard Russ talk about this. Uh, you gotta like condition your fans and your listeners to to not know what's coming next. Well, to know what's coming next, but to not be surprised if you do something different. Yeah, you know. Like, I can put out a heavy-ass dubstep tune, or I can put out a fucking house tune, or I can put out a fucking tropical breakbeat fucking hip-hop thing. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want, because that's I, I've conditioned my fan base. Like, if you, if you put on my Spotify, there's all kinds of shit, you know? And I don't, I don't know if that's good for marketing. I don't know if it's, like, the right thing to do if you want to have a successful career or whatever, but... I don't know. I've just been doing it, and it's been working. Ain't it so freeing, though? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I learned, like, whenever I put that comedy record out, uh-huh. my manager was like, I feel like you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. And I was just like, I know, it feels good. It you feels know, great. It feels so good. Yeah. I can just make whatever I want to make that day and yeah. just have fun making it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's very freeing, man. I think that, mm-hmm. that I mean, uh, and, and the thing is, everything you're making, you're having fun doing it, right? Totally. Like, you're not yeah. th- banging your head against the wall, like, I need to write a fucking... 150 fucking yeah. festival banger. Yeah, like, nah, exactly. Dude, I'm going to write some damn tropical titty music. Yeah. <laughs> dude, one time I was in Thailand by myself. I went there. Uh, God, when was it? It was probably like 2018, 20, 2017, 2018, somewhere in there. And uh, I was on, on the beach at this little beach party thing. And I was just by myself. I was riding around on a moped around Thailand. And I heard this song. I was like, oh, man, I recognize this. This is cool. What is this? Like, oh, did one of my friends make this? Oh, oh fuck, I made this. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I went up to the DJ. I was like, yo, I made this song. I made this song. And he didn't speak English. And he was just like, <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> had no idea what I was saying. But I was just thumbs up. It it's was always, a pretty wild experience. Hell, yeah. It's always cool when you hear your music like yeah. in places you ain't expecting. Yeah, it to, like at know? a restaurant or some shit. You're like, 
Uh-oh. Oh, this is mine. No way. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. The, uh, the Jack- They use your shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's go. Play like something for your mom. I'll get a video. Nice. I, uh, I produced an intro song for the Kansas City Chiefs back in 2018. Oh, fuck so, yeah. So like every home game they'd run into the game, and I was just like, God, oh, I made that. Nice. I made that, you know. Fuck yeah. It's always good. It was, uh, so you think that's like the craziest place you've heard your tune? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. Fucking, you go in the World War II museum. <laughs> yeah playing soda i dude. fucking hope not you need to be playing something sad <laughs> did they it's just like you know you just, just like gunshots like just, just yeah yeah and just fucking like, explosions i can't imagine being in war man that would not be fun yeah like it's the, romanticized though like video games and like war movies and shit like it's romanticized and i get standing up for a cause and all that but like I don't know. You're killing somebody with a family, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah, war's crazy, man. War's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Like, you know, we ain't even got the draft, do we? We have the draft? I think it still exists, but they haven't used it since Vietnam. Yeah, because there's been enough people going into the military. How old are you? I'm 26. Yeah, so you're not even draftable. You're old, bro. bullshit, dude. I'm (laughs) perfectly capable of killing someone with a family. Okay? Point to them. Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) Nah, man. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, when they cut it off, is it twenty five? That's kind of eighteen to twenty five. Wow, that age. I think they're malleable, bro. We're all mean, we're all malleable. I don't at even that know age. what that means. Malleable. Yeah. It means formable, manipulatable. Mm, I feel like I'm still kind of like that, dude. <laughs> Are you? Maybe. You want to go to war, bro? Dude, let's go. You mean you and me, dude? We'll take them all on, dude. <laughs> okay, we'll go together, go, man. Let's go. We'll start a band, a war band, <laughs> where we just tour the war. Tour the war. Yeah, they we used to do that. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, dudes out there with their march- marching snares, just bullets flying. They just keep going. Like, Fuck oh, that. shit. I got to keep my paradiddles going. You like, know? can you imagine being in war when they had, like, firing lines and shit? It was just, I don't know, thousand dudes lined up on two sides of a field, <laughs> and the guns are so bad that they just shoot at each other. Yeah. It takes, like, five minutes to reload. Yeah. That's way better than motherfucker with the sword. Think about that, dude. They used to come know, at you right? with damn swords. Yeah. Arrows. Sketch. Yeah. This <laughs> guy on a horse comes by and just fucking swing. Yeah. Shane Gillis has this great joke. He was like, you know, the country's so divided. He's like, you know we had a war, right? <laughs> back then, True. back then, there'd be like someone just come through on a horse and he'd be like, yo, who's talking shit? I'm going to go march down there to the south right now. I'll go down there. <laughs> shoot the first fucking person I see. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of like points in the direction that humans are at their essence barbarians yeah that's kind of cool a little bit you know what i mean oh man kind of i don't know is it because we all hold ourselves to such a high standard these days yeah like have you murdered anybody um you know if i did i probably wouldn't say it on the show Mm. so i'm not going to answer it so because it Mm. makes me sound cool so you may have i may have dude you know murder's cool huh (laughs) Dude, my favorite thing, and <laughs> other than music, murder, murder, yeah, yeah, favorite thing on the planet. Dude. And they're like, they're close, they're close, they're close, tied almost. Yeah, you know, like some days it kind of. The reason I picked up music is so I didn't have the itch for murder anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me something else to focus on. Yeah, but I feel like murder used to happen a lot more often. Yeah, yeah, like a lot. Yeah, like you didn't like what somebody said to you. you you might murder him. I mean, that still happens today, for sure. Like, on a fraction. Right, for sure, yeah. Like, 
the you wild imagine, west like living in rome or something like when you could just go fucking murder somebody and then and then what there's no fingerprints there's no nothing that's it like you just dump their body in the river and they're gone like the wild west nobody dude. knows dude yeah like the wild west like some wild west dog that'd be fucking crazy yeah yeah, definitely glad that I can, you know, press Dude, play. brutal times, man. History, <laughs> press play, yeah. <laughs> well, what type of person would you be back in the day, dude? I think I'd be a farmer. Actually, I'd probably be a... I'd probably what, be a what era a, are we talking about? All right, Wild West. I'd probably be an outlaw. I'd be an outlaw. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a bank robber. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'd rob trains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, trains. Dude, my dad used to... <laughs> rob trains? No. <laughs> but he used, he did used to, like, jump on trains and, like... Catch it across the country. Oh, damn. Yeah. So those are called wooks. No. They don't do that <laughs> they anymore, don't do, They don't do that. They'll it was just the catch hippies back then, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Is yeah. that like the nice form of a wook? Is a hippie? I mean, aren't wooks nice? I don't know. I think they're pretty nice. I like the wooks. I like the wooks, too. But isn't there isn't there like a negative connotation? Like, like that they like steal from you and mooch from you and these kinds of things. I don't know, maybe. I think of I have a positive outlook on them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like my I have I d- a positive outlook on on hippies. Got you. And but like not these wooks. kinds of people. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm interpreting the word wrong. Maybe. So my idea of a wook is somebody that ain't got much. Okay. Don't give a fuck. They come All to right. the show and they're going to have a great time. Now there are those negative comments. They're gonna borrow this and that, dude. I know like functioning wooks with good careers. You know what I mean? Like, so I know what, some. What I know defines some, a wook? Then you just said it's people that don't have much. <sighs> That's true, man. I'm fucking my own thing up. Well, but I'm like, just trying to get to the get think, to the bottom of this, man. Because <laughs> apparently we don't have. What's the dictionary definition, bro? <laughs> the Urban Dictionary. No, I I think a wook. We're man, looking it up. So I think a wook kind of is just like a modern day hippie that likes fucking dumpster. Like you can just look at somebody and be like, that's a wook, dude. You got the dredge. You wearing your crystals around, dude. You fucking, you know, snorting some K. And, a, and especially codependent mooch or someone so intoxicated that they require assistance <laughs> to others to ensure their own survival. Damn, so like half my family are wooks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the moment I just found out, dude. Yeah, Holy there you go, dude. Shit. That's all negative connotations, That's not dude. good. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's, the wooks aren't doing too good right now. I mean, by that definition, no. No. <laughs> I fuck with the hippies, though. Damn, bro. We need to change Peace it. love. Yeah, but aren't the wooks like that, too? Yeah, but then they go steal your grill. Damn, not my grill. Well, that's where you lost me. No, I don't know, dude. By that definition, yeah. I'm but the, <laughs> but by other definitions, maybe not. I'm from the South, dude. You don't touch a man's grill. Yeah, you don't touch a man's grill around right here either. Grill, yeah. Somebody stole my bike, though. I was pissed about that. Damn, bro. Yeah. That sucks. Like, out your, out your yard or how did it happen? Out my yard, yeah. What was in your yard, bro? Yeah. It was on the alley on the backside. I don't know. It should have been locked up. It's partly on me, but... yeah. Partly on humans being fucking barbarians. True. I lived in New Orleans for five years, so I'm like, you know, don't leave nothing outside. You know, yeah. lock the doors. Yeah. You know, it'd be like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, what would you be back in the Western oh, yeah. times, man? What would you be? I told you I'd be a bank robber, dude. Yeah? Yeah, I'd be sticking it to the man. Good, dude. I like that. You, you, and you could just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and ride off into the sunset, and it's like, where'd he go? I don't know. It's in Montana. He looked like this, and they sketch you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. Let's sketch you up. 
they, they, they send that shit out on on a uh, uh, on a horseback to the next town. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? He had a mustache. I'd shave my mustache. You never find me. You seen this guy? Maybe I have. Maybe I have it. What's it to me? You know, no. you have to like pay people off to figure it out, right? Wanted. Damn. But what it's would cool. you be worth, dude? Me? Wanted how much? Uh, like ten dollars is a lot. Are you a farmer or what? I'm a bank. I'm a, a train robber. I'm You're a train outlaw. robber. You're I'm an outlaw. A bad boy. Just a general <laughs> bad boy. Uh, I'm, I'm naughty, bro. <laughs> Super naughty. Naughty. Nah, I'm probably be a farmer if I'm if I'm being real, dude. Yeah, probably it would be a much less stressful life. Yeah, until a bunch of outlaws come on your farm. I know, and steal all your fucking goats. Yeah, your horses. If anyone's gonna fuck my goat, it's gonna be me. You remember when? <laughs> you know. You remember when currency was like horses? Like whoever had the whoever had the most horses was like. Supreme. Yeah. 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 Not that long ago, bro. Yeah. Like what? 200 years or something. Yeah. Shit? Yeah. That's crazy. That's man. like how many generate? That's like four. Yeah. That's wild. That is. That's cr- like by today's standards, that's like two or three lifespans. Dude, but I like those bartering systems, right? So like I ended up on a, a blackjack table at a festival. Summer camp? No. Well, uh, uh, they, had a, they had another one at summer camp. I wanted to do it, but we had to leave. Is that Wakan? Sick. And it was just like. What'd you win? I want nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you lose? Some good drugs. I'm joking. Uh, I lost a cool pen. A pen? Pen. Pen? Yeah. Pen. Pen. Like a pen. Am I, is it my accent? It's fucking, pen? Yeah. Am I fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like you put on a hat? Yeah, pen. Oh, cool. You a pen guy? What'd I say? Pen. Is that right? I don't know. It could be pen or pen. Pen. Pen? Pen. I'm thinking of a pan. Pen. <laughs> oh, a pen. I still pen. call it a pen. Uh, fu- see, I'm fucking it up now. <laughs> English is hard, bro. bro. I think it's the hardest language. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I think it is. <laughs> I think it actually is because nothing makes sense. There's no universal rules. Like you try to learn Spanish, they're like, all right, these are the rules, and it applies to everything. In English, nah. <sighs> yeah, because words have different meanings too. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Uh, like that shit is, man, what am I trying to think of right here? Like, you know, like a, uh, like that's dope, you know, and that's dope. You know what I mean? Like yeah. dope used to be a negative thing. Now it's a dope thing. You know, see, yeah. I'm just right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, totally. but yeah, but the blackjack dude, there's just like all these cool things on the table. Oh, yeah. Like what was the coolest thing? I don't want to say it on, you know, on here, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, those are my people, you know, uh, dildo, that'd be good. Yeah, that actually, good. someone snuck in a dildo into a, a show that had really high security for me to sign it. And I thought that was like, where'd you hide it, <laughs> dude? In high school, we had this. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, but we called it the paper toss, and we had a huge courtyard in the center of our high school. And at the end of the semester, everybody would go and throw all their papers, all their homework, all their all their tests, everything. They would throw it off, right? And somebody just got this huge double-sided dildo and just <laughs> fucking wanged that thing across the courtyard. I saw it just clock this chick in the <laughs> face, dude. <laughs> it was assault. And he probably stole that from his mom. Oh. <laughs> You're in high school, dude. Where you yeah, I don't know where you get dildos in high school. <laughs> but he had it. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's fun. Yeah. For a guy that's so green, dude, you're just throwing papers out there, man. I know, right? Ah, bad boy. Naughty. What about you? You've been on any of those like barter tables? Man, I haven't. 
I want to. I want to. I wish there was more of those. Those are fun. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because whatever you have mm-hmm. that means anything to you. Or I used it's cool. to play poker a bunch in Nicaragua when I lived in Nicaragua for a oh, little you lived while. Down in yeah. I don't think I lost anything crazy, at least that I can remember. But yeah, I lived down there for like three months after high school. For what? Just, you yeah. know, for the Lord? I was just, I was just chilling. <laughs> chilling? I was just chilling, yeah. I was doing nonprofit work, and uh, we're building, like, a recycling program for this for this town called San Juan del Sur. And, uh, yeah, just surfing and kicking it. Damn, so you're big, like, on the, like, um, you know, green, you know, just natural stuff. Out there building yeah. water and stuff. I think I think we've got a fucking, did you say building water? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to follow up. You gotta up on build that. the damn water. <laughs> no, there is a water shortage that will be pretty crazy in our life, I I think. But yeah, I don't know. It seems like we're in an interesting predicament, you know. Uh and it's something that I care about for sure. What's something like what what do you think is like a good uh thing that we need to start doing? Solution? Like, yeah. Man. I mean, there's so many, but I mean, using hemp for, like, everything would be a great start. Say you're from Colorado without saying you're from Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> true. True. Um, but that would solve a lot of problems. How so? Like, what, 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 what could you do? Like, make rope or paper? Yeah, I think you can make cars out of hemp. What? Yeah. The metal? Yeah. Like, it. it's super strong. So, like, you can build, like, basically anything with it. Like houses, like anything you need lumber for, um, and it grows super fast, super efficiently, and uh, it doesn't like destroy the soil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had somebody tell me that like you could make it into a fuel if you wanted to. Is that possible? Yeah, you should look that up, Jeremy. This is where we. This is where we looked this right, up. I'll, I'll be Jamie real quick. I got you. Got you. Hell yeah. Can you turn hemp into fuel? Is it possible? Yeah. Because, dude, the gas prices, man. So also, there, yeah, I know, right, man? There was a it's dude. Crazy. I just looked it up. Like, gas is, like, I think the most expensive in the world right now that gas is is, like, Hong Kong for, like, $11 a gallon. Fuck, man. I was uh, in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and, and it was, like, seven twenty For premium? Uh, or for, for regular. Regular? Yeah. All right. So Damn. What you got, Jeremy? says, one of the most exciting and novel uses of hemp biomass is the production of fuel. There are... Two primary types of fuel that can be extracted, hemp biodiesel, which comes from pressed hemp seed oil, and hemp ethanol slash methanol, which comes from fermented stock. Mm. Damn, so he said diesel. You can make diesel fuel, basically, you know? I don't know if that works like that, but I heard the word diesel. Diesel was in there, for (laughs) sure. I picked up on that, too. Which may not be the best solution as far as climate change stuff, but hemp has a uh, a lot of amazing things that you can do with it, and uh I don't know. I feel like we could start getting power from different places, like nuclear power. That's just pretty safe now. Yeah. And, like, we're all terrified of it because we're, cause we're traumatized from Chernobyl yeah. and these kinds of things. But, like, they power fucking aircraft carriers with it. Like and that shit is safe. As well. Yeah, submarines, yeah. too. Yeah, and, like, one plant could power, like, all of Denver. All kinds of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, like, the wind turbines, like, they... You know, you have to have a lot of them. Yeah. You know. Aren't there hydrogen cars, too? I'm pretty hydrogen, sure. And, and, it, and it outputs fucking water. Yeah, I think that someone had made that, and then, like, the guy bought the patent. 
and then so like they couldn't mass produce what, it. Like but Henry I've had Ford or some shit. Back in back when uh, Ford was coming up, this is this is off memory. I don't know how accurate it is. Uh, you got a computer in front of you, bro. That is true. There was a guy. <laughs> so there's this is another thing with this recently. But anyways, back when Ford was coming up, a dude made a water based engine, and then he ended up disappearing. And then, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, he and got then, he got suicided maybe. Yeah, recently too. You know that mass shooting in Buffalo. Another guy uh, was. Had just created a engine that ran his Ford off of water, and then he got killed in the shooting. And so the conspiracy on the internet, going around the internet, is that he was the targeted person in that. But they did a mass shooting just to kind of cover it up. Covered up, you know. That's that's crazy. That's man. the internet though. That so dude got they got Jeffrey Epstein, bro. That's fucking wild. Yeah, that's wild. Dude was a fuck though. He was a fuck. Yeah. He had it coming, but like also like you know there's some higher power maybe, people. Maybe the dude who, uh, probably the dude who, was inventing. What would you say? Powered off water. Yeah, yeah. it's completely ran off, off water. water. Yeah, he probably didn't deserve to die. We needed that guy. Yeah, we need that. Like, how awesome would that be? So many problems solved. Yeah. Unless you know, unless we start running low in water. It's already happening. What? Bro. How, what? How so, dude? You ever been to fucking Louisiana? <laughs> Right, it's yeah. water in the air. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, but you can't drink it though, can you? Um, I'm sure there's ways that you could figure it out. It's super expensive. Air, getting water <laughs> out of the air. <laughs> okay, gotcha. And you. and maybe maybe I'm thinking of desalinization. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Gotcha. Like using ocean water. Yeah, there's a way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy expensive. Because I saw yeah. I saw a fact that like we have the same amount of water on Earth as we did. Is that oh, wrong? true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's just going into the oceans and then it's no longer drinking water or usable water for humans. Got you. Yeah. yeah. I know like California constantly, like, you know, in big droughts, but supposedly yeah. I, someone told me that Colorado is in a drought, but I'm like, it's rained a lot since I've been here. My buddy told me I brought the rain rain with me, bro. I'm just trying to get yeah. this city wet. You, you know should, what I'm saying? Bro. Bro, yeah. I'm to, you yeah. Know, you know we I'm all appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so you think, you think we're going to run out of water, dude? I don't know. I don't know. Um, have you seen the movie The Big Short? Yeah. And the the final like wrap up of that movie is the guy who predicted the housing crisis is now betting on one thing. What do you think it is? Um the New Orleans Saints to win the Super Bowl next season. It's water, bro. <laughs> water. Because it's decreasing, and we all need it so fucking much. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we probably shouldn't need fuel water. That'd be bad. I don't know. It depends if it's salt water or fresh water. It's probably got to be fresh water, but. Yeah, because salt, I mean, it salt on how rust things it up. was. Yeah, true. Yeah, rust it up, you know, takes it out a little bit at a time. Yeah. So, you know? back to the engine thing real quick. Uh, Stanley Meyer in 1998, he was at lunch with four dudes in a restaurant, and. He had just got published in a local newspaper about his engine, and they actually wrote a book on his death. But anyways, he was eating lunch, drank a glass of cranberry juice. Something happened. He ran outside and collapsed and fell to his death. Damn, damn. And so the toxicology report didn't show any, or they didn't release any significant findings from the toxicology report when they did the autopsy. So that's fucked, dude. That just goes to, like, what we're saying about our barbarics, dude, these large corporations fucking just trying to keep that money, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. 
It's so crazy to think that now the world is essentially ran by corporations. Yeah. Almost exclusively. Disney the- owns, I think it's 90% of all broadcasting services. And, like, there's a big chain you Bro. can find on the internet that, like, they own ESPN. They own all Hulu. the news companies. Yeah. Hulu, all of it. Um. And yeah. That, I mean, that's the control of information, right, to the people. Right. They said that the CIA actually worked with uh, Disney in the 60s to kind of create, like, a somewhat version of mind control and being able to, f- like feed certain propaganda to the world and the masses that way. I'm a bit, I'm big into this shit. I love it. So, yeah. so Jeremy yeah. might be low key woke, you know, low key. <laughs> well, I don't know. Dude. I claim the title. Definitely. <laughs> you, uh, I don't do you need to borrow them. my phone. No, or? Fam, I got my own phone. I'll pay my own bills. All man. right. I don't think you're a woke. He's just heady, right. dude. I'm By definition, fuck, we should start using that word. Heady. I don't know, man. The definition isn't so uh, flattering. We're the taking the words back. Fuck it. We'll, we can take it back. Let's take it okay. back. We can right. take it well, back. They gotta change the definition. That's something that's happened a lot in history. You take yeah, a negative word, turn it into something cool. Yeah, it's like dope, man. Yeah, dope. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other words. One we're not allowed to say, but so like <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, dude, fuck that shit. Yeah, it's owned by corporations, like, especially Disney. And dude, dude, the craziest thing to me is that lobbying is legal. That's, it's just legal bribery. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's just so crazy, man. That that's not legal anywhere else in the world, just America. Well, as long as Disney keeps making these Star Wars series, you know, I'll, I'll keep cool my mouth it. shut. Who, yeah. who who was the uh, <laughs> the the CEO of Halliburton? I have What's no his idea. name? Got you. He's got us, dude. Jeremy out back here uh, working today, boy. Oh man, is it Halliburton? You, I think he was vice president. What is Halliburton? Bush. It's a Halliburton it's a petroleum is the biggest, company, isn't it? One of the biggest oil companies. Yeah, yeah. got you. Yeah. But anyways, he gave the oil contract to Halliburton during the Iraq war. Okay? Like billions of dollars. And then who does he go work for? Who 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 does he become CEO of? What company does he become CEO of after he leaves office? Fucking Halliburton. It's like this is just blatant corruption right in front of our face. Oh yeah. And it, it doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything about it. Like, well, who the fuck we wants need to, be to in fucking politics? rise up and do some shit? I don't fucking know, bro. Yeah. Like, like, it takes a fucking weird want, person to be in well, politics. Well, I think most people get into politics because they fucking love it and they want to make a change. And then they they fall subject to the beast. You got to play the game. You got to play the game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just a corrupt fucking asshole. So, yeah, the uh, CEO or Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Dick That's Cheney. Oh, shit. He cut Damn. ties with the CEO of Halliburton because they were profiting from the Iraq war. He cut ties with yeah, them? Yeah, he cut ties with them. Uh, or cut his ties with them. Not like America, but his personal ties. Because he, um, I feel like he was the chief executive from 1995 to 2000. And so he quit to run for vice president. Okay. And once the Halliburton was profiting from the war, he cut ties with them to save his name. Yeah, because he fucking gave him the contract. And then everybody was like, the fuck, bro? Like, yeah, maybe I don't know. I thought he was CEO afterwards. No, it says I had it flipped. Yeah, but uh, yeah, who bad. the fuck would want to be in politics? But still, dude. like I don't know, man. To me, it's like if you want to be a politician, you need to be a servant to the people, to the community, right? Like a police officer, serve and protect. Yeah, and like police officers aren't allowed to take bribes from certain shops and certain, you know, to police it more or whatever the fuck. Like, I think. To go into politics, you need to never be able to take another dollar from anything else. Yeah. 
It's not that fucking complicated. We can still pay them well. We still pay them well. Like, so they get a um, they get a set aside amount of money for uh, just to furnish their buildings, government buildings. It's like forty thousand dollars per room or something like that. It, there was a big who uh, does uh, politicians. There's a whole government fund just for like furnishing their rooms and stuff. Right. Yeah. So there was a lady who like went to court over talk. It was to do with um, the poverty law and what was considered poverty. She was saying that. To sustain a four a family of four, it requires forty eight thousand dollars a year, and that's that's considered poverty level for that amount of people. And okay. the government is getting government officials are getting that much just to furnish rooms in their their buildings. Damn. Yeah. Instead. See, and then afterwards, after they leave office, they're gonna go buddy up with the people that they fucking put on while they were in office and make a gajillion more dollars. It's all. It's just. It's just money, dude. Right. It's just money. Yeah. I wish. <clears throat> I wish they listened to people more. Like, gave us yeah, what they want, right? Totally. Like, the fact that they're, like, taking abortions away in some states, and, like, everyone's fl- pissed about it. Yeah. It's like, why can't you just listen to the people, right? Like, totally. Like, that's not, why are y'all deciding? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you should give us what, you know, us as a country, or, you know, not even as a country, just individual states are wanting. Like, listen to your fucking people. I agree. Goddamn power-hungry maniacs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, twisted, bro. Like, I got super <clears throat> into politics for a while, and then I... And then it just became overwhelming, and mm. it was just like super depressing, and I, I stopped paying attention. So I stayed out of them much, but I stayed out of them forever, like because I was just like, I don't give a fuck, don't affect me. Until COVID happened, I'm like, oh, this shit's affecting me big time. Yeah, big time. So I mean, it does affect you. Yeah, like and politics was, does affect you for sure. Yeah, I was just dumb. I was just young, younger, and dumber. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm living life, like fuck them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like yeah. once like it actually started affecting me personally, and I'm like, this is stupid. You know what they're doing? I don't agree with that. That's yeah, when I kind of got totally, into it a little bit more. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's depressing to see how it really works and the way decisions are made. Just get into politics, bro. So down for prez. <laughs> I'd be a great dude, fucking be, president, honestly. I'd be a great name. Let's dude. go. I just want The Rock to become president. Yeah, that would, I mean. What, in Kanye running like he's a, the he's next a, election? He seems like a pretty good dude. Yeah, you don't get that big without working your ass off True. all the time. That dude's one of the busiest dudes ever. Did Arnold do a good job? He couldn't be president. He's not from, he's not a... Uh, I know, but he was a... Uh, he's a uh, governor. Governor. California. Yeah. I don't know if he did a good job. Did he do a good job? I don't uh, know. Let's just get Caitlyn Calif- Jenner. California's fucked right now. Yeah, they've been fucked, dude. Bro. God damn. I say Denver's like the new LA for the music scene. Oh, it is. It used to be LA, yeah. but now everyone... Especially for the dance scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Base capital. Base capital, baby. Yeah, Let's there, go. There was all those thoughts when you're young. You're like, I need to go to LA so I can pursue my right. DJ career. But now I was like, I'm going to Denver. I'm going. You know how many fucking producers live here, bro? It's insane. Like when I was coming up, there was like, I don't know, a bunch of us underground cats, but like, you know, uh, people that people that had made it, there, there was like, you know, pretty lights... <clears throat> I think Paper Diamond. Uh, I don't know, like not that many, but now there's like there's like thousands of us. Yeah, it's great. It's crazy. Yeah, it's great, especially if you're it trying is. to have a podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro. I see you. No nah, man, I I love, dude. It's way different. Like, yeah. yeah, I've been here for a month now. It's fucking different. Yeah, but it's 
awesome. It's the like, shit, so right? much fun here. Yeah, I've had a blast here. Like yeah, every night yeah. I've gone out, I'm like, wow, that's so much fun. Yeah. It's not just like the music scene, like the comedy scene here is fucking awesome. Like apparently there's like a big car scene here too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's also like a lot of big hunting scene here too. I'm a big hunter. Nice. And like I've had like fans hit me up to go fishing. It's just like all that's going on. We but, should like, go hunting and fishing. I love that, man. Yeah. I fucking love that, honestly. Sick. Yeah, I'm gonna hunt elk for the first time this year. Really? I ain't never done it. Dude, let's go. I want to do it. You ever done it? Uh, nah. No, you ever been? You ever hunt? Nah. Uh, I've been a hunter since I was five. Really? Dude, yeah. show me your ways. I will, dude. I'll teach yeah. you. I'll get you learned. Let's go. I'll get you learned, man. Let's go. But, but yeah, Denver is the shit, man. There's there's a huge uh, huge outdoor community and, and scene and, you know, there's kayaking and hiking and biking and skiing and I bought a snowmobile last year, dude. That shit is crazy. What? What? Dude, I got to take you out sometime. Dude, it's like floating on a cloud with a thousand cc's between your legs. Dude, so snow's just a new thing for me. You oh, know? bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to be prepared, though. Like, I see you, it on tour. You go out there, man, like, and there's no fucking, like, there ain't nobody coming for you. There's no service or anything, and, like, there's no little warm-up hut. Bro. Like, I've been out there, and just all of a sudden the weather changes, and you can't see anything, anything. You can't see the ground from the sky. Like, you can see barely your hands in front of you. And you're just you're fucking like, racing? No, hell no, bro. <laughs> you can't see anything. You're going, like, two miles an hour. Like, I think I'm going the right way. I'm talking about on the snowmobile, man. Oh, on the snowmobile, yeah. But, like, yeah, when the weather comes in, though, like, you can't move. Yeah. Because you can't see anything, bro. No, but it is. yeah, it's so much fun, man. Like, floating around and... It's not like, you know, like dirt biking or mountain biking or, you know, driving a fast car or something because you're not constricted. You can go anywhere, right? Anywhere there's not like a huge amount of trees, you can go. And it's just such such an adventure. Hell yeah. It's like four-wheeler on snow. Yeah. 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 That's exciting, dude. Yeah, that's going to be my first time experiencing a winter. Sick. Like a real one. Grew up in Mississippi and then lived in Louisiana, bro. We don't have a winter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. I know people Fuck here yeah. hate the fucking snow. Like two weeks ago. Who hates the snow? Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> Man. But it gets it's me so excited. It's so much fun. Yeah, it gets me excited. I love the snow. People who hate the snow don't know how to enjoy the snow. Yeah. Like if you hate the snow, go fucking sledding. Yeah. That's just fun. Sounds fun. I'm excited. I'm a, I never snowboard. Have you I'm been a sledding, dude? Nope. You've never been sledding? Nope. In your life? Nope. Bro. We gotta get some hot. Bro, it didn't snow. It didn't snow. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? but you never been anywhere when it when it was snowy out um, and hopped on a little piece of plastic and gone down a hill. Um, no, nah, man. The only time I'd see snow is when like when I'd be on tour and shit like that. But like, I remember one time it like have you made sleeted. a snow snow angel? Uh, no, I I did make a snowman. I was trying okay. to start snowballs with fights with random people and I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like all excited like what the fuck are you doing I'm just throwing balls at people I, we had like a lot of sleet come through Mississippi once and oh, I took shit. my skateboard and I took the trucks off and duct taped my feet to the board okay and just went to, on top of a hill and just yeah you know, they got those dude it's called a snow skate it's basically a skateboard with a tiny snowboard attached to it instead of the wheels they suck though. Okay, well this yeah, was do this that. was pretty shitty. I'd have to imagine, but it was fun. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I was a kid, you know. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh so yeah, I'm excited to try that. But yeah, dude, Denver's been Denver's fun. I like it. It's out super here. fun. I like yeah. it out here a lot. Yeah. Do you ever like sit down and work with other people out here, or do you pretty much just keep to yourself and just work by yourself? I'm working on an album right now, so I'm mostly like solo focused. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I've been sitting down with a bunch of people, and it's been cool. Just nice, like, you know, just learning and you know teaching and just. You know, just having a good time, being around more producers. Absolutely. You know, New Orleans, we had like Brock, that's fanboys, yeah, Comus, and that was about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it, dude. 
But yeah, I saw you that Red Rocks video for you Bro, was awesome. Man, it was such a crazy experience. Yeah. It was such a crazy experience cuz like I grew up going to Red Rocks and you know, it was always a dream and I played it in 2017 and then I didn't play it again for 5 years. And every year I was just like I want to do that again. Yeah. You know? Weren't you direct for Brock? I was direct, yeah. That's, that's fucking kick-ass, man. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Super grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, worth the wait, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. Every, all the lights were up. I was like, God damn. Yeah. That's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it's the background on my computer. As it should be. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably the most epic moment of my life. If I go to your house and you don't have it framed somewhere, I'm like, dude, what I are know, you doing? I know, I need to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. Just get like a big film made for a wall. Yeah, <laughs> just right? the whole wall. Just put it on a TV. Yeah, I always thought those were weird. The like uh, digital art frames. Yeah, yeah. Or like the uh, actually, I have one. So do you? Yeah, it's like a digital uh, uh, picture frame. It, just has, it gets, yeah. changes pictures all the time, so you can is have it, like a is thousand it like pictures. High enough quality. Yeah, it's nice. Really? Yeah, it's nice. Damn, I need to look into that. Yeah, you can have like a thousand pictures on there, dude. Fuck yeah. one, you know. Yeah. True. But. You know, what would you say? Because we we've been all over the place. It's been we fun. Have, it's been yeah. fun. I've, it's I've been, been super fun. I've been man. enjoying this. Yeah. I love you know. I love the I love this conversation. But what would you say would be like the most pivotal point in the career of Sodown? Like where something happened and it was just like after that everything changed. Probably after I sold out my first show in Denver. Um, it was Cervantes' the other side, and uh, you know nobody was really taking me seriously and like. I couldn't get a I couldn't get a headline show. I couldn't get a date, and um, somebody pulled off a show like three weeks out, and so it just kind of like fell into my lap, and uh, I was all stressed out, you know, because you never done that before. You never done a headline. It's scary, and um, I fucking grinded, bro. I start I started accepting. Uh, Venmos and I would I was like selling consignment tickets through Venmo and I would get the payment get their address and I would mail them a letter with the ticket and uh, a handwritten note you ain't doing that shit no more nah (laughs) (laughs) Nah. but some people still have the have the note that I wrote them you know what I mean was it just Just like thank you it's like, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you. I'll see you this day. That's Love fucking you, awesome, Aaron. dude. That's yeah. so awesome. Like, if I got yeah. one of those, I'm like, oh, dude, I got to support this guy everywhere he goes now. Yeah. 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 It's something I'm really trying to do is, like, foster a community because that's what really got me into this shit is, like, that that feeling. And so I'm going to start doing a lot more, like, pop-ups and, like, meetups and and stuff like that. Yeah, Grizz, like adventure days and shit. Yeah, Grizz does fucking a great job yeah, with all this stuff. Yeah, he does. The he does. Free show for the people. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, that's fucking... That's so cool, man. Yeah, I love... Like, when was that show? Like, how prepared were you, like, musically? Like, how far along were you? Well, I mean, if I listen to that music now, I'd probably say it wasn't very good, but... Are you were prepared for that moment. Yeah. 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 I had been grinding for... What was it? I guess seven years at that point. If you include, like everything from when I didn't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about that story though. Like it's like nothing was happening, but you were ready for the opportunity. Totally. Right? Like it sucked to get that opportunity and just be like, Oh shit. Like what do I yeah, do? I now? mean, it was, su- it was super late too. Right. And my manager at the time was like, do you want it? And I was like, it's like, the show's like 
two and a half weeks away. Like, are we going to be able to do that? Are we going to flop? Like, I don't want to flop my first show. Like, but yeah, I just put in the work and I like, I took a loss. I was selling like five tickets for the price of four and shit. <laughs> Bro, you're just trying to get people in the door. That's what I mean. But like, that's the shit you got to do in the beginning, dude. It like, is, you yeah. gotta, you gotta play the show. We're like, Oh fuck, I'm losing money going to play this, but like, I mm-hmm. need to go do it. Yeah. Where it's like a part of me now, especially like with like all these like younger artists that are just starting to tour and stuff like, especially with flight prices being so hard. I like know. I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter. Like this is, you know, like kind of like against it. I, and I, there's part of me that's kind of like it too. Like you shouldn't be losing money to tour, but also at the same time, I lost money to tour for the same. longest fucking time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. There's a part of me that wants to be like, you know, don't do it. But also at the same time, like you got to, like the opportunities are a lot way. Dude, I remember I didn't know anybody in the music industry. And I was just like, I was making music and I knew zero people. So I went to E Tuesdays every week by myself for probably a year. And I met my first agent there, just like hanging out with the community and just like meeting people and saying what's up. And like, I think back on those days, it's, it's wild to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Are you like a super like social guy? Like, are you going out and like just, you know, I've gone in waves throughout my life. Uh, but I I've grown to have a bit of social anxiety. I think it came from the seven year stint of being in my room by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, I'm definitely opening up more to it again, but there was, there was, uh, a period in my life where I was uncomfortable in those kinds of situations. Got you. Got yeah. you. Word. And I'm not a huge drinker. So like, I don't hit, hit the bar or anything like that. Plus I'm still kind of a workaholic. So yeah, I'm, I, I consider myself a workaholic, but yes, I do like to drink. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, but it, just I talk. Like, no, go I ahead. like to ride motorcycles and go snowmobiling and dirt biking and that kind of shit. Yeah. Just adrenaline. And I love, I love like these kinds of conversations. Like I have these kinds of conversations quite often that are super exploratory and uh, lighthearted, but talk about, talk about some real shit. You know what I mean? I don't really like small talk, you know? Yeah. Like, Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Weather's nice, huh? So you hated the first two minutes of this episode. Gotcha. But, uh, (laughs) nah, nah, I just, I don't like that. Over and over again. No, I, I get that. Yeah. I, I want to like look somebody in the eye and be like, who are you and what are you about? And like, what's important to you inside? Yeah. No, I, and that's what I'm saying. I've really enjoyed this Same. conversation. Yeah. You know, I've learned a lot about you. And, and honestly, just talking about you, you know, I, mean, I even told you yesterday, I'm like, it's not really like, it's like an interview, but not really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just have yeah. to just talk and get to know each other. But, but talk, going back to what we were just saying though, like me just talking to you right now about like, you know, you were, you lost on that show, mm-hmm. you know, I would lose on tour and I like, there's been that thought of me where like because now i'm like i'm not gonna take a show now if i'm losing money on it at this point but like i think about mm-hmm. like those early ages so i'm thinking like my whole thought process behind that's kind of changed i'm mm-hmm. like yeah you should go do that you should take the loss yeah i think you know being an artist is is an extremely difficult endeavor mentally financially uh soulfully um and I think, you know, if you want to do it, you got to do everything you can to 
to make it happen. And that, that requires a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Unless you get insanely lucky, which some people do, you know, and, and somebody just puts you on and then, you know, you're in the stratosphere. Yep. Um, but I think that's the, uh, that's certainly the uncommon path. Yeah. Yeah. Most people you talk to are like, yeah, I've been doing this shit for a decade, you know, or I had to sacrifice this or that to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm I'm willing to die for it, basically. Yeah. Like, I, like whatever I have to do to Same. to get to where I want to go, like I'm pretty much willing to die for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same. I feel like you kind of have to have that mentality a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Well, this has been great. We, uh, this has been fun. We have a lot of fan questions that I wanted to get okay, to. Sick. Jeremy, did you have anything you wanted to ask him? Yeah. So, um, you know, going to you saying when you started out, you know, you're from Denver and you were trying to play local shows and stuff like that. Um, how'd you go about getting booked for that? You know, me. I'm doing this, uh, doing this Electronic Tuesday battle. I reached out in February. And I'm just now hearing back. I had to submit a mix for it and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't really have a whole lot of music prepared for this because you know I've only been doing it for two years now, and I'm just now getting to the point where my music's good. So, Sick. um, how would Congrats, you? Congrats, bro. That's, yeah. that's this music huge, is good. That's Thank a huge you. endeavor, man. I appreciate it. So, Congrats. um, you know, what was your steps to doing that? Like, how you know you said you you would read you met an agent at Electronic Tuesday. What were other yeah. ways you went about getting getting yourself out there and, and building your brand to get to that point? Good question, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, man, basically what what you're talking about, just like trying to trying to sign up for every competition I could and submit mixes and uh do the E Tuesdays thing and just like getting out there and getting involved with the community. Right. Yeah. That's that's how it happened for me. And when you um, when you were creating the Sodown project, how'd you build your brand? Like, what was your steps to do that? Because like you know the business, the music and production side is one thing, the performing side is one thing, but like the business side, especially nowadays, you know, Mitch has talked about it on podcasts before, um, and I've actually met some people out here who don't necessarily make music, but they have a badass brand and they get put on at huge festivals or shows just because of their brand and what they carry. So like, what? And that's what crazy. You, I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about that. Um, for me, So Down came about by just thinking deeply about the kind of life that I wanted to live. And, you know, to me that was experiencing everything that I possibly could, whether it was traveling or an adventure sport or trying some kind of food. And uh, I guess it kind of just formed itself around around what I wanted to do, what I felt was most, most important. Right. Yeah. I respect in that. In life. I respect that because like, mm-hmm. you know, Mitch doing the comedy thing, doing his, uh, you know, he's made metal songs, he's made rap songs. He's also doing dubstep and stand up comedy on the side. His brand is like formed to him as a person. And you said that's what your brand has done as well. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, I depicted feel like that's in very the, important, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's depicted in the branding and, you know, the, skeleton character uh is essentially dead me and it's a constant reminder uh of the concept of memento mori which i wear around my neck which means remember your death and uh to to do your best in life yeah yeah 
I like that, dude. That's a yeah, great that question. Like yeah, that, that's yeah. a great question too, Jeremy. Fuck yeah. yes, he has <laughs> such good questions. It makes me like, <laughs> makes me want to be better at my job. Fucking a one question. <laughs> you can get bro. there, but you can't do it with that attitude, man. I know I can, dude. I like I like how you how you put that, Jeremy. But yeah, dude, building the brand, dude. That shit just it takes a while. Yeah, like, it it's does. not something you figured out overnight. Like, I I didn't. I didn't get into music because of that. Right. No one know? does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some, you know, like very few. Some, very yeah. few. Yeah. There are some. Some. But. Yeah, yeah Commercialized man. entities. Yeah. Just that like, are like, I'm going to blow up for this reason, and this is what's going to sell. And, and street It was never like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was never like that for me. Um, so it just kind of kind of unraveled naturally, and I think... I think that's the, the most wholesome way of doing it. Whenever you started... As, um, far as, as far as, like, artistic integrity and those kinds of things. Got you. Whenever you started making, like, So Down, just all you, did you start seeing... Was it like that from the beginning, or when yeah. it was from the beginning? Yeah. Got you. It took me a minute to kind of figure out that for Taboo. Mm. Like, I was making music, I was playing, like, local shows, but, like, I wasn't, like, putting myself out there, you know, who mm. I am as a person. Once mm-hmm. I started doing... I was, like, trying to wear, be all, wear all black, like, tough DJ, like, tough visuals on yeah. the hard. But, like, once I started, like, being myself, with like, naturally, just a goofy guy, Yeah, you know, that's whenever things started actually working, just started, nice. you know, just being myself. So yeah. I'm glad that you were doing that from the jump, dude. Totally. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. But sweet, man, let's, uh, let's get some fan questions here. What's up, Taboo, and what's up, Showdown? This is Mr. DeGalby. All right, so I got a question for both of y'all. Um, what was, what's y'all's favorite drug? Like, if you had to pick one that you're going to do all the time, and don't say weed or alcohol or nicotine. It's got to be something else, whether it's basalt, crack, I don't care, any of those. Oh. What's y'all's favorite thing to do or that you've done? You know, was it acid? Was it ketamine? Was it GHB? Was it crack? You know? It's fucking fiend. Or the DNT? Yeah, I love that shit. That shit's hippie crap, yo. <laughs> I fucking broke through on DNT when I was 15. So I guess that's another question. When did y'all first trip? And if y'all ever did break through on DNT, how old were you when you broke through? Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Peace. And hey, right. Taboo, I hope you're enjoying uh, Colorado. Thanks, brother. What a weird Eat. question. Eat, uh, I don't really use drugs. Very much anymore. Uh, I did for a while, and it was fun, and I learned a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, I don't really use them anymore. If I were to use them, which I, I am interested in, it would be more on a on a spiritual level, yeah. like psychedelics and uh, and like sitting down in a spiritual setting with, with a shaman of, of sorts and like really digging into what it is what it is to be a human. Damn, so you're trying to do some ayahuasca. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, we'll see. I had the opportunity. I, I'm open to it, yeah. but I'm not like gung-ho on it just yet. But I, th- I think it's a part of my path. I just uh, I want to prepare for it. I think I could see myself trying it one day. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. I'm not ready for it. Yeah. I'm not ready for it. As a force to be reckoned with from what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, just ego death. And I've, you know, I've done psychedelics and had ego death. It's crazy. Yeah. But like, this is like amped up. Yeah. I'm, I feel, I'm like, I kind of go with, the, like, I feel with what you're saying though. Yeah. Like for real, like, you know, like I had a, a life changing epiphanies on acid. You know yeah, what I mean? Where I'm totally. like, where I was doing music 
literally I had like the realization that I was going to do this for the rest of my life on acid. You know what really? I mean? Like, I was always, always the music guy. Always doing I, music. I was probably too, honestly. Yeah. On that porch at four in the morning to bring it back. <laughs> bro, I got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I got ideas too. I need to get these out. You, got, you were high on acid? I don't know. Something. Something. Yeah, dude. No, I was at a, um, I was at a show because I was always doing music. It was always music, but I was like, I'm going to do Music is going to be the hobby. There's no way to actually make a career out of it. And then one mm. night I was like, I was just crying. My buddy's like, you okay? I'm like, dude, I've never been better ever. Mm. This is it. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing. How powerful, dude. Yeah, how powerful. Like life's, you know, psychedelics are powerful. You have life-changing experiences yeah. on them. And, uh, yeah, 100%. And I dabble with the mushrooms here and there. I, yeah. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I don't like get in there. You know, I'm not. Yeah, no, I mean, neither. I'll fuck around, around with some micro doses yeah. and, su and such, but. Yeah, enough just to yeah. make me feel silly. Yeah. Like, I like the giggles. You yeah. Know, I like, you know, things might be a little brighter. You know, that's yeah. my favorite part of it is just like, you know, the the the, the giggles. And yeah. like, just like the air. Oh, man, the air feels so good right yeah. now. You know, like, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think we need to decriminalize the fuck out of drugs. Yeah. That's my opinion. I totally agree. Like, Man, how many good, honest people are in jail right now just learning how to be a criminal? Because what happens when you go to jail? You got you to gotta, you gotta adapt. You got to fucking adapt, dude. And what are you surrounded with? Thugs. It's like, that's not the path to rehabilitation, yep. you know? And rehabilitation from what? Like, we need to take all the money that we... I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? You were talking about how we need to decriminalize drugs, dude. Are you high on drugs right now? Acid, bro. <laughs> we need to all do acid. <laughs> Everybody, all the politicians, yeah. dude, honestly, if we could get the politicians. Oh, my God, bro. bro. If we get all the politicians to do acid. Or mushrooms or oh, ayahu yeah. dude, ayahuasca. Let's throw them in the fucking deep end. Oh, man. That would be so dangerous. <laughs> it Would it? Uh, probably for them, dude. For them, you know. Yeah. I'm not talking about for us, dude. For like, us, they come yeah. Like, great. Totally. Totally. Dude. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, here's what here's what a law should go. If you want to make a, a law on drugs, you have to try it first. You have to try it first. Otherwise, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I agree. Let's get these let's get Biden some crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that. You'd be like, this shit is fucking great. <laughs> Biden does mushrooms and he has the realization, oh shit, I am president. Oh god, I'm actually here. It's not nap time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, dude. I think we need to decriminalize drugs and I think we need to take all the money that we spend on keeping those individuals incarcerated on rehabilitation for uh the people who need it. Right. Yeah. It's a beautiful idea. But yeah. then you look at places like Portland who did it kind of right, but also extremely wrong. Right. Mm. Like don't enable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't enable. Yeah. But that's what they were doing. There was enabling and, and mm. Portland's gone to hell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it seemed to work pretty well in Portugal. Yeah. Like Vancouver. You've been in Vancouver anytime recently? It's 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 bad. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's one of my favorite cities. I haven't been there in a bit. I had a bad place. experience when I went. It was just like a zombie town. Oh, oh yeah. Because they give out like free needles and like, you know, heroin to like the to the Yeah, I don't think we should be giving out heroin yep. necessarily because that's a super detrimental drug in, in my opinion. Um but, you know, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind if if high quality drugs were sold like like weed yeah you know 
uh, and regulated and taxed because that's a huge, a huge revenue stream. And like, okay, yeah, you have some people tripping in their house. What, what's the fucking problem here? Also, if all these fentanyl deaths, facts bro. wouldn't be a thing. Wouldn't oh, be a man. thing if I went and got some high quality cocaine. Yeah, you know this is some damn high high quality cocaine is amazing. It is, <laughs> and everything we have in America is not that. No, not that. I do bad cocaine. I don't really do <laughs> cocaine anymore. The only cocaine I do sucks. <laughs> it's probably true, though. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had really good cocaine. Who knows? I know. <laughs> He's like, you. I'll test it. I, some of this shit, I don't know about for you, but for me, oh, I was in Nicaragua, and that shit was fire. See? It's a whole different experience. Yeah. Was yeah. it legal over there? Nah. Okay, got you. I doubt it. Nah, like, get the hell out of here. At least that dog coming in here. Aww. She's sweet, but, you know, we're doing a show. <laughs> she looks so She's so sad, dude. Sad, bro. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's a sweet girl. I forgot you're a murderer, though. So. Oh, yeah, I will kill her. Oh, my yep. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I won't, man. Uh, but, yeah, dude, like, all these fentanyl deaths wouldn't be uh, a thing. Dude, it's so fucking sad, too, So man. sad, like, man. The, the, the loss of potential and the loss of life and, and love is just... It pains me so much, honestly. I was seeing this. Uh, and and for what? Like, we have the resources to change this. And the war on drugs. You're never going to end. war on drugs. It never fucking worked. Ever. So what the fuck are we doing? Can we try something else? You fucking assholes. Yeah. Wherever you are, whoever's fucking deciding these things. Whoever's listening to this podcast that decides things. <laughs> <laughs> All you wonderful wooks in Congress. <laughs> <laughs> that would be just get some wooks in that bitch, dude. We should, dude. We should, or maybe some hippies. Can I borrow your top? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Like, <clears throat> and then like, not only that, cartel, right? Dude, where it's not like the the manufacturing and distribution of drugs is not happening. It's happening. It's fucking happening. And who's doing it? Fucking cartels, just merciless motherfuckers that are just out here killing civilians for no reason. And also doing all, yeah, all kinds of fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, it's just, the war on drugs, to me, is one of the most colossal failures of the United States. Of the Western world. So we should have, we should do war on drugs, right? Where we just do drugs and go to war. <laughs> and World War Two on drugs, dude. <laughs> they actually were doing that in, uh, World, I know. was it yeah. World War One? they were doing World that? World War II, two. dude. Okay, a, gotcha. a, lot of the, a lot of the Nazis were on a uh, combination of meth and I don't know, I remember. remember, I think it was meth, cocaine, and some other stimulant. Like, yeah. some just insane amounts of stimulants. And they're like, how are these, it how are these rush. soldiers so, uh, I don't know what the word is. So they did it. They just didn't give up. Yeah. You know? I know about this a little bit. Um, they were on those, you know, specifically the Germans, when they did the Blitzkrieg attacks. And so they yeah. could attack so fast and catch everybody off guard, but it was to keep them away for extended periods of time yeah. while everybody was sleeping. That's why there was more night raids, more more fast attacks. And it all had like, when they took over the western part of Europe, it happened in like the matter of like a couple months. Like they, yeah. They were all the way in France I know. in a matter of a couple months. So fucking crazy. But then so. they crashed. Then they had yeah, a hard crashed. crash. Yeah. Hard crash. And then we swooped in and kicked their ass. And Hitler was Hitler was on drugs, too. Oh, yeah. He had a daily concoction of, I think it was heroin and cocaine. 
Yeah. He's basically speedballing every day. That's hard. That's hard. Dude was a fucking nutcase. Yeah. Well, like, they say our government's on it. Like a lot of like Congress people and stuff are like on so what? Like on meth and like maybe not meth, but definitely meth. Like, definitely uppers and stuff to keep them going. And that way they can like they're getting. You know, this is all internet based shit, but like it's like three or <laughs> little three disclaimer. To, yeah. Biden's internet. on crack. I don't know shit, but it's like three they're getting like three or four hours of sleep because they're getting up at like five out five AM every morning and they're working until seven, eight, nine, ten, sometimes one, two in the morning. You know, and yeah. so they're they having to stay up and make all these decisions and make all the, you know. I hear it's really big in Wall Street. Right. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street was all about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, if I was rich, I'd do a lot of drugs too. Would you? No. Mm. I did the same amount I do now. <laughs> just they would just be better drugs. They would be better drugs. <laughs> yeah, Everything's good in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. Like I said, I just do dabble with the psychedelics every now and then, man. But but, but yeah. no, that's a great question. Got us on that whole tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. I think like the reason that like drugs being illegal is kind of fucking stupid. I don't know why you man, can tell well, someone it, what they can ju- do. It just hasn't fucking worked. Yeah, it hasn't worked. There's a lot of evidence to support that, and nobody's doing anything to change it, and it's not even a, a conversation, as far as I'm aware, it, at, at like upper levels. I feel like it will be one day. I feel like it has it's gotta to be. be. It's yeah. got to be. I mean, weed is still federally illegal, isn't it? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Bro, I haven't been into a dispensary yet because I'm terrified. Yeah, you should be scared, dude. No, like they're gonna come get you. We're from Mississippi, right? Yeah, shit's different. 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 Yeah. My buddy showed me the weed he got from the dispensaries, the most beautiful looking weed I ever got. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> Walk in there, oh, with, dude, with all the it's weed. It's all good here, bro. Yeah. It's all good I here. They, call just, it. they got fucking jars, dude. They got jars everywhere. <laughs> do you smoke weed? On occasion. On occasion. I'm so not a stoner. I I'm used to be a, a mega stoner, yeah. but like, I'll smoke. I'll like take like. I'm like a dad, bro. I'll, I'll take a hit off of my one hitter in the studio, you know, and just be so high. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, we changed, man. Yeah, dude. No, I, uh, I'll smoke every, I've smoked, I will say I've smoked more consistently like in the last month than I've had like in the last like seven years, but I've only smoked like four times since I've been here, but yeah. I can't say last time I smoked four times in a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I'm, you know, I like it a little bit Yeah, at times. Like I'm, I can't, I'm not productive on it. I can't be in the studio on it. Oh really? Nope. Oh can't. damn. Now if I'm just sitting Well, you got to get a tiny bit high, dude. I do on, but on the Lord. No, try, <laughs> try to get a tiny bit high on weed. Okay. All right, and then go work on some music. Something that something that an idea is already there, and you're excited about. And then it's crazy, man. Ideas just start to flow. Like, ah, uh, you become just a vessel. I'm gonna try. It's so, a flow state, bro. But you can't get too high that you forget what the fuck's going on. And weed is crazy good nowadays. Yeah. So like, you can get too high too like super easy. I will say something I've been been enjoying doing, and I never really did it is getting high and listening to music. Mm. I know that's probably like so stupid to hear out loud, mm-hmm. but like getting high and like listening to songs, I just feel them a little different. What, what, kind, of like, what kind of music? Like I was listening to like Daft Punk, but I was just high, yeah. and I was just like, I was like hearing it like I'd never heard Daft Punk before. You know, and, like, you know I they stole all their music. Yeah, I did not know that. Oh man, you should look up. Uh, I think it's a video called "I Love Daft Punk, But." And there's dot, a video dot, for dot. It? yeah, and it's just like it's the original song. And then the Daft Punk song. And, like, maybe they sped it up, like, 5 BPM. Damn. It's so fucked. Okay, I didn't know that. But I was high. <laughs> I'm not saying the music's bad. It's just right. stolen. If I would have known that while I was high, I would have been, like, crying or some shit. No, but, like, <laughs> or like I listened to the new Flume album. 
Yeah. And I was high and I was just like, this is the most insane thing I've ever heard. In nice. Life. I have my fucking life, dude. I'm so glad to listen yeah. to it when I was high. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's something that I never really had did. Nice. Yeah. So that's you, fun. Flume's music is super interesting. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. But yeah, this has been a fun drug talk. Let's get to another question. Oh, good call. <laughs> 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 we could just keep going. Taboo. Yeah, it's good. So down. Love you both. Taboo. Podcast has been killing it. Happy you're in Denver. Seems like you're really, really happy. But quick question. I know, So Down, you have a song called Eskimo. But I've been wondering, do either of you know of any other DJs that you are Eskimo Brothers with? <laughs> I hope you know what that means. But it means you like you've had sex with the same girl. But Poor guy. Yeah, I, I've always wondered that, especially with the song. But... <laughs> Yeah, love you both. Keep it up. So I call them wiener cousins. (laughs) I call them wiener cousins. I'm going to just say that the song has no correlation. (laughs) I'm definitely wiener cousins with some of my DJ buddies. (laughs) I'm not putting them on blast like that, though. The song has no correlation. Are you wiener cousins with any DJ buddies? The song has no correlation. He's not going into it. (laughs) (laughs) that's fine dude that's fine i I thought that was a fun one though (laughs) he went from from the song title to that i know right (laughs) that's good we'll get another one jeremy (laughs) howdy ho there buster uh i was just curious by the way stevie i'm from dallas texas so stevie good old tailhouse baby just got back from denver yo yo um got some bunch of buddies up there but i was wondering how down is so down and where do you draw the line where you're not so down? Really good question. What are you down for and what are you not so down for? Let's hear it. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs> what a great question. It's a very serious question. It's too. a very serious question. <laughs> I'm going to make it serious. Oh, shit. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. No, I was just working on his posture. <laughs> <laughs> is this a, is, are we doing video? Yeah, let's get yeah, we're doing video. Yeah, there yeah. you can look in the camera if you want to get all serious. What's up, baby? Um... <laughs> Okay, so I am down for anything adventurous, new, fun, uh, anything that kind of gets my energy going, you know? So Uh, like anal. Anal, definitely anal. Uh, (laughs) um, Not down for hurting anybody. Not down for murder. Not down for putting anybody down. Where I draw the line. Got you. That's where he draws it. What about someone that like deserve? Do you think there's people that deserve to be put down? <clears throat> like the death penalty. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, but I don't know if it's moral to actually use it. I think there's people that deserve it, but I think. There's a there's a gray area because people are wrongly accused and wrongly wrongly incarcerated and uh I'm talking about just a blatant like you did this. He's like, Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. It's like the worst thing you could think of. Oh yeah. You gotta go. You should probably kill him. Yeah. That's my thing. Some people just gotta go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some people just gotta go. Yeah. There's certain things you can't come back from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's yeah. deep. That's so that's what he's so down for. <laughs> back to murder <laughs> back to murder let's get to another one Jeremy 
Hey, how are y'all? This is a message for Sue Dan and TV Boo. Uh, I heard Sue Dan has got a, a collab with Ahe, and uh, it's about bringing gas prices down. I heard the lyrics. Uh, it says, gas down, the rhythm blast down. I can't take these gas prices anymore. Bring them down. She explained that. Thank you so much. Great day. Is this real? Is it real? Is it real? It's song? Ahi. Is you and I or just Ahi? No, it's me and Ahi. Okay, because you said Ahi, but I know what you're talking about. That is Ahi. Oh, that was Ahi. Yeah. Damn, oh, Chris. Shit. That was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're fed up with high grass prices. Grass prices. Grass prices. <laughs> gas and grass. We need our weeds cheaper. God weeds damn it. gotta be cheaper. Gas gotta be cheaper. I, honestly, inflation is going crazy. Though. It's nuts. Oh my god. It's fucking. They're nuts. saying like 14 percent. Yeah. Damn. It's got to, dude, it's, something's got to give at some point. It's got to. I'm saying. It's got to. Or we're headed for a massive depression, dude. <sighs> World War Three, bro. Murder. On drugs. <laughs> On drugs. <laughs> On drugs. Let's legalize drugs and, and go to World and, War Three. And kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. That's that a song y'all are doing? Yeah. Hell yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. You know? It's sick, dude. Yeah. German bass tune. I wish we could play it right now. Oh, he's oh, he's the shit. Oh man, I love him to death. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a sweetheart. He's coming on the road with me later this year. Really? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited for that. I probably shouldn't have said that, but fuck it. I do what I want. Spoiled. I do what I want. (laughs) I'm a bad boy. You're gonna get a slap on the wrist. What are they gonna do? Fire me? I don't know, dude. They might. (laughs) What if they could? You know what? I might deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Might have had it coming. Yeah. Too many dick jokes. Too many dick jokes. Yeah, last one. I don't think uh I don't think that'll do it at no, this point. Not for at you. this point. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> not at this point. It's gotta yeah. be way worse. Yeah, dude, good. Write a song about it. Maybe, you know. It's not actually about that, but those are the lyrics. Then how is it not about it? Like go through the song in his head. He's like trying to figure out how it's not about gas prices. <laughs> uh, that's not. That was not my intention behind it. I think it's good intention. I think that's. Yeah. Good, I think it's great. We should uh, make it a national anthem. Yeah. Mm. Or like a world anthem. Yeah. <laughs> gas down. Gas down. Ass up. That that's sounds like that's lit. Gas that down. Ass up. Yeah. I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Okay. Tell me which OnlyFans I got to go to for that one, you know? I'll fucking give it's a- at so down <laughs> z- ass. <laughs> That's great. Let's get to another one, Jeremy. Hey there. This is uh, Jeremiah from Fort Collins, Colorado. So Big fan of both y'all. Longtime fan of so down. Uh, my Let's question go. is, uh, the festival season being upon us, what are some of the more unique an interesting, less known about fest that y'all have uh, had the opportunity to be a part of. Uh, nice. Much love, and thank you. Fun question. Much love, Jeremiah. Good question. Um, I just played a festival called Reconnection, uh, and it is a bit bit smaller festival, uh, like south of St. Louis, and uh, it was just all all about love and connection and and the vibe of the community and uh some of my favorite festivals are like that you know, like a shambhala is another one that's a big um, one yeah yeah 
We're talking about like these backwoods ones. Like backwoods the, ones, yeah, like yeah. the one that what was that called? The, Reconnection. Reconnection. Yeah. How big was it? I think it was like four thousand. Okay, right on. Yeah. Right on. Um, but it was a it was a great time and amazing community. And uh yeah, I would check that one out for sure. Have you played any? Oh yeah. So my favorite is uh like small like missions. You ever heard of that one? No. Nah. So it's out there in uh Beldum, California, up in the mountains. Okay. It's like um I think they've done it like I could be wrong, but like eleven years. And like they sell it out every year, but they don't grow Sick. it. They keep it at its size. I think it can hold like maybe a thousand, maybe twelve hundred max. Yeah. And like they, they easily could expand, but they mm-hmm. don't because that vibe is there. Right. And I played it and it was just a dude, it was a, a fucking party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. just like it was it was one of the best times. Just it was raining. No one gave a fuck. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. It was just like, you know, just we're out here, bro. Like it's it, yeah. it was just a good ass time. That one was one of my favorite festivals I've ever played, but also just like it, that vibe. Yeah. You can't recreate there's some, that. Yeah, there's you, something so special about that. Yeah. And like we need to nurture that because mm-hmm. that's what this shit is all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one, that one's a good time. Now it's actually the first time I ever felt like accepted from other artists. Nice. So like the, uh, like the festival who booked it, like they really fucked with me. So they gave me like a time slot that I didn't necessarily deserve at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like they put me up right and like, but it was like, it was cool. Cause it would be like, you know, 12 planet and Zeke beaks, like coming in my hotel room, like, Hey Mitch, what are you doing? Come, come hang out with us. I'm like, Oh shit, this has never happened before. Yeah. You know what nice. I mean? It was like one of those first times. So it was like all those experiences. I was like right after Caspa, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeti Caspa than me. And I was just like, this is fucking crazy. Like I feel like yeah. one of the, I feel like one of them right now. Yeah. So it was just one of those like experiences that like, just you won't be able to recreate just in my mm-hmm. soul too. You know what I mean? Just how yeah. it made me feel. You know what I mean? Mm. Just to kind of feel, you know, accepted finally. You know, yeah. like it felt good. I think that's what a lot of people love about festivals and, and especially those kind of festivals is that that connected feeling you have with everyone. Like you can walk up to anybody and be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? And they'll be like, hey, good. How are you? You know, you walk up to somebody like EDC or something like that. You're like, yo, what's up? They're like, you trying to steal my phone, bro? Yeah. Or what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that just comes with not not the type of people that go to those kinds of festivals, but more just the masses of humanity that, yeah. that are involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like one of these like camping festivals, like by yourself. You're like, fuck it. Yeah. You walk over there to a campsite with a case of beer. Like, hey, y'all, you want to help me drink this beer? Like, yeah. yeah. Come on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it's, come on. Out. You let's know what I mean? Let's share some stories. Yeah. You'll see yeah. some people doing like some weird fun shit. You're like, I'm going to go see what this is about. You just yeah. hang out all night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that shit. You just can't replace. No matter 100%. What. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's get to another one, Jeremy. Hey boys, just wanted to see you, kind of ask you a question. Uh, when you're making music, what part takes you the longest, like when you're making songs? Like, is it like the drums, the bass, like mixing at the end? Just what more gives you the most struggle? And also too, uh, which songs did you each say are your favorite to play live with, you know, a real good setup, like stadium type speakers? Yeah, so piss on me, beat me, uh, watch out for waspices, uh, have a good one. The art. What did he say at the end? He said, piss on me, beat me. Something like that. Oh. <laughs> I okay. said, the, the art takes the longest. <laughs> um, for me, it would be like the fine tuning at, at the end of a song. Just like making sure the drum fills are right and the sound design is perfect. And the, you know, all the little tiny nitty gritty stuff that like you can go back and forth on for a while. Mm-hmm. I spent four hours yesterday on one 
fucking sound that happens once in this tune. But it's so important, this fucking one sound. <laughs> that was just yesterday. I've been working on it for like Why aren't we politicians, three weeks. dude? <laughs> job would be Give so- me some crack. I want to be a politician. <laughs> Why aren't we politicians, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but that that takes the longest for me for sure. I think my my like the longest thing like I think the art always takes the longest for the for the most part. But like I think like what the, do you mean by the art? It just takes all the art, dude. And I'm, I'm talking oh, about like you're the, talking visual, about the visual, yeah, art. the visual art. Oh, uh, you yeah. make your own shit or what? Nope. Oh. It just takes the longest. Oh. Just gotta get the idea right. But I think like yeah, no, that takes a long time too. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that takes me the longest is just the idea, right? So like yeah. I write a lot from ideas. Like I have an yeah. idea, like oh, I'm gonna write like a, sass- a sassy house track for the fellas, yeah. or like or I'm gonna write a song about crawfish, like like yeah. things like that. Like I'm a very like idea oriented guy mm. before I even start, and I mm. feel like just kind of waiting before I even start the song, just trying to nail the idea in my head of like, all right, what's the overall theme of this? What am I trying to do with this? Mm. You know, I do have some songs where I just do some weird sound design and like make mm. it, make a song out of it. But like, yeah. like my favorite songs are ones that come from ideas. And sometimes yeah. I'll sit on an idea for like a couple of weeks before I even get started. I'm just trying to hammer it out. Like, all right, what type of instruments do I want? What type of vibe am I trying to create? Do I want it heavy? Yeah. Do I want it, you know, silly? Do I want it goofy? Like all those things. Yeah. So I feel like that's what takes me the longest. Yeah. I love that. First of all, um, I love idea writing. Yeah. Um, but I have like a two part process. One is like general concept. And then that's like the idea phase. And then the next phase is like super exploratory. And I just like fuck around and, and try a bunch of different things. Like most songs, like the song is here in the Ableton session. And then the rest you know, there's probably like 10 minutes of other ideas and other drops. Like I'll make like five or six drops for a tune. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know? And, uh, sometimes I use those to make another song. Uh, like with my last EP, uh, get up. Two of the songs came from the same project. That's cool. Cause I, I wrote one part that I really liked, but it didn't really necessarily fit in the initial song. So I wrote a second song, second song around that. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like whenever I have the idea, the song comes together pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Like when I know where, like my, uh, you know, plan of attack is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I feel like it comes together pretty quick. But then I have songs where I'm like, I'm just doing some weird sound design, and those those usually take longer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like when I have an idea, I can probably knock it out in a couple hours. No way. Yeah. You can write a song in a couple hours. Yeah, I write really Damn. fast. Yeah. That's so like crazy. whenever like I'm not I mean I work every day so like I'll just be doing like sound design or just like working on rhythms and stuff like that so like whenever it's time yeah. to roll I got all the sounds I need yeah you know just ready to pull and, and just keep going yeah. so like I have like <clears throat> some like sometimes weeks where like I'll just do like you know sound design and just try to learn new stuff and just you know yeah. create create tools for whenever I do have that idea they're ready to go you know what, what I'm are, saying what are some of your favorite uh, tips and tricks uh, synths or you know, processing. My thing is fuck rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fuck every rule. Yeah. Like fucking add 10 distortions, a hundred on them. If you want, who gives a fuck mm-hmm. if it sounds good at the end of the day, that's all that fucking matters. And if True. it sounds good, move on. Mm-hmm. I don't spend time tweaking the smallest little things. If it sounds good, I leave it and I keep fucking going. Mm-hmm. So I try not to overthink and I'll try to break any rule that someone might tell me not to do. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I bet you does some cool shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. that's like one of my favorite things to do is like kind of do unconventional shit. Yeah. You know, like I do, a, I'm fucking around on so much distortion. I wait, add way too much distortion on shit, but yeah. it sounds cool. 
Absolutely. Sounds cool. Yeah. That's a great technique. I do that too. Yeah. Uh, and, um, one thing I learned the other day was, you know, you know, soothe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you take soothe and, uh, click the Delta button, crank that bitch up and you get all these crazy artifacts. Whoa. Make some really cool sounds like that. Try it out. Yeah, you should. Yeah. A bunch of distortion on that shit. Okay. I'll yeah. Check, I'll check it out. Import yeah. was telling me that I never put soothe on a master. Oh yeah. Yeah. He said it's it's good. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah, like there's like the mastering yeah. presets in there that work really well. And I, I could see it. I did it on a song the other day and I was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. 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 What you got for us? <laughs> yeah. That was actually the last question. Awesome. So, Hell yeah. Sick. There are a lot of really good questions, man. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, this is the end of it. Um, I want to thank you again for yeah. coming on today. It's been really awesome getting to know. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun, man. Thank a lot you for of having me. Um, anything else that you want to tell the people? Anything you got coming up? That I know you said you're writing an album. But anything you want the people to know? Yeah, uh, working on an album. Um, fall tour incoming. Uh, I love you and uh, stay true. Hell yeah, dude. Like I said, I appreciate you. I've always been a fan of your music, and now I'm a fan of you personally. It's been awesome getting to know you. So I appreciate you. Thank you, um, Likewise. I appreciate everybody listening this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. I will see you all next week. Be good if you want, you know. Peace. Nah.